Welcome to the Planescape, where good and evil clash, where law and order maintain their delicate balance, the battleground for gods and monsters. Many heroes have written their legends in the stars of the Astral Sea, but these are not their stories. The Per Aspera and her crew, Kiana, Finbar, Virla, and Danny, may not be the stuff of legends yet, but they're definitely rolling with difficulty. Hello and welcome to our little planes hopping D&D campaign folks. My name is Austin, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, and as always, I am joined by my mighty-minded monks manifesting majestic metal monasteries in the multiversal mayhem monuments to their nice. mastery of the unmanageable madness. Oh my god. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you wrote that one down ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. I think he writes all of them down. I always time. do. You guys prepare no your bits. Here. You're not just I'm not flying making them up the as cup. I go. <laughs> Unlike the sessions, I, so. I plan these ahead of time. Yeah. Thank you for joining us for season three, episode one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh my goodness, <laughs> things are nearing the end. Mm. We better start getting dramatic very soon. But before that, Sophia, please take it away. Tell us all about our wonderful sponsor. That I will, but won't. Before I get to that, you know, the two um, players are in the middle of the ice. The puck is about to be dropped, and it is. Because, you know, you got to, like, okay. Stick, okay. Yeah. sticks for okay. it a bit in the middle. Uh, so they're, they're going yeah. at it to see who's going to get the puck break away. But uh, all of that is to say that today's adventure is brought to you by World Anvil. World <laughs> Anvil is a browser-based world-building tool designed to help you, the creator, write and world-build, all while keeping your work organized and in one place. I should have done a... Ah, I should have done a football one. <laughs> the birds just won. This is, this, this is not going to really be dated by that point. It's going to be extremely okay. punished by the Eagles losing Sorry, hold on. Also, the sponsor, th there's no action going on right now. Right now, you just described the two teams just lining up waiting for the puck to drop. No, right? no, the hockey, the hockey guys in the middle are doing the thing where they whack the sticks the together. The hockey guys That's... in the middle could really benefit from a, a world map calendar <laughs> or customizable Wally, wiki. I'm watching Wally's eye turn bloodshot. Oh, God. Oh God. I've gone skating at least once in my life. I know what I'm talking about. They're not always in the middle, are they? They're like Sometimes they're off to the side and in the corner. Or no, something when they like drop that. the puck, they like there's like a clash. You know? We're not sponsored uh, by the NHL. We're sponsored by World right Anvil, is... who is a, a browser-based uh, world-building tool that offers services like world maps, calendars, customizable wikis, visual timelines, and so, so much more that let us best decide how to build our world and you, your world. Anyone can build any world in World Anvil. That's kind of their whole thing uh and when you're ready to write based on this world you created you need look no further than the built-in word processor that they offer you can write your prose directly in world anvil to keep every step of the process in one place we all know ttrpgs are all about the power of friendship and with real-time collaboration you can work with your players or other creators on the same project or support your buddy as he vies for the hockey puck in the totally relevant middle of the ice rink um, so still no action, just <laughs> in like those first, Puck that has first not dropped. second. It's dramatic the tension, of, like, Noir. <laughs> they like slap the, you know, when the sticks Only go together. Only one syllable, Noir. <laughs> there is no action happening. It's just them futzing around. On top of all that drama, World Anvil has an exciting feature called whiteboards. This visual canvas allows creators to freely draw out their ideas, adding diagrams, flowcharts, mood boards, plays that you could potentially make in an ice rink and more. And if you're a more visual creator, this feature is perfect for you. You can chart out character arcs, storyboard key scenes, uh, you know, decide how best to 
forget that you have a tuning fork in your inventory that goes directly <laughs> to the place you wanted. Uh, you a or fork? We may have yeah, had a tuning fine. fork dilemma. It's fine. Uh, or any <laughs> other know, thing you need to help make the story in your mind come to life. Inventory management with visual references? What more could you ask for? Uh, and of course, if you're interested, it only gets better because our listeners have a special offer from World Anvil. Just use code PLUG at checkout for 40% off a yearly membership. That's code PLUG, P-L-U-G, at checkout for 40% off a yearly membership. And thank you again to World Anvil for sponsoring today's adventure and suffering through what was, at times, a very hockey-related uh, read there. But it looks like... One of the teams has successfully gained control of the puck and is now speed skating on away towards the net at the other side. He's lining up to take his shot. Puck is flying towards the goalie. And Austin, why don't you pick it back up and take it away? We don't even get to know if he scores or not. <laughs> You'll have to find out next week on Rolling with Difficulty. No, we moved on to fucking rock skipping or something. I don't know. And I just want to say, even though this episode is coming out after the Super Bowl, go birds. <laughs> I, if they win, I'll Quack. be very upset. Quack. If they don't Quack. win, I will be Quack. extremely upset Quack. by the time this episode yeah. comes out. Go pheasants. Everything I've learned about sports has been against my will. Yeah. No my Ducks Also, shout out to the hockey very person sad. that's inevitably um, playing there. You got to be heroes in the sages like milk. Anyway, if my, if my bills can't be happy, then neither can your birds. Uh, with as little enthusiasm as I can muster, thank you. Sophia, You're welcome, Austin. There's... There's a baffling energy in the room today. I don't know how to describe it, but it's very unique. <laughs> I think that there are no more announcements. Uh, so with no further ado, shall we begin? Uh, we just want to call yeah, out before sure. we jump too far into the episode that we did all collectively several episodes forget that there was a tuning fork in our inventories to Limbo. Yes. It would not have changed how things played out and it won't change anything going forward. But thank you to everyone who has been tweeting at us and or messaging us on Discord or what have you. Um, we hear you. This is preliminary yeah. because we know that the worst stuff is yet to come in terms of like when we're recording this. So worst to come for we us. We assume it's we're, we're hunkering yeah. down for the storm. We're recording this at the very end of January, so anything, any messages you've sent in February, I'm yeah. sorry, they've fallen on deaf ears. We already know. <laughs> we, the warning comes too late. <laughs> we've preemptively addressed them. Yes, but thank you guys for looking out for us. We will work on our inventory management, but in the meantime, I do believe we have adventures to get to, sights to see, planes to explore, sports to bastardize. <laughs> from from now on, if we forget tuning forks, it'll be a deliberate choice. Yes, yes, specifically <laughs> to mess with you. Yeah. When last we left our heroes. <laughs> a conversation with an old friend the aligning of a goal realizing that a bargain made in magic is nearing its completion you return to sigil a mishap upon re-entry revealed to you the deceptions of virla and now after a conversation and some planning you begin to make moves that you might successfully break into and retrieve the crew of Virla from the city of Tunareth, known as the One in the Void. It is in Sigil that we pick back up. You guys have been discussing what plans await you that you may best improve your odds of surviving this heist you want to pull off. So, crew of the Paraspora, what are you planning and who is doing it? <laughs> 
believe we have two goals this episode. And we're going to be splitting the party. (laughs) Yeah, baby. Although I would like to propose that perhaps we should have a unified goal first things first. Because I need a long rest and Virla needs a long rest. You guys can can sleep, yeah. Thank you. No. We must charge forward. We all take a I'm assuming that plan, so planning has already been done. Yes. Mm -hmm. But you guys are going to have to inform and then we're going to pick up basically the next morning. There's no dawn in Sigil because there's no sun, but it does... um, I forget, there is a timekeeping method where it just gets brighter and darker, and people mm. refer to times as, like, two hours past brightness or something. I forget, I have to look it up again. Ooh, but you can measure imagine it in this candles. is early morning light that we're picking up again, because you guys are, like, getting ready to split up for your journey. So, mm-hmm. uh, one half of the party is planning to go see what might be done about retrieving Virla's staff from Maxim, mm-hmm. that that may be a weapon to be aided. And another party is planning to visit... Enoch in the plane of limbo in order to see what wisdom a Gitzerai might aid in a fight against Githyanki. Yes. So basically, Team Virla and Team Kiana are going to be going on their respective adventures, and Finbar and Danny have to be drafted in either direction depending on what our whims are. Uh, Finbar, do you have any thoughts? Uh, I'm not too jazzed about going back to Mechanus. Uh... <laughs> I guess I'd rather go to Limbo. I will happily Great. go to Mechanus and look at some gears. So I guess I'm going to Mechanus. This has the potential to go so wrong. Just not, make uh, sure she doesn't blow up half the plane. Okay? I'm not going to blow up half the plane. I'm going to turn the temperature down a little bit on the entire universe. <laughs> down? Oh. Up. Either oh, way. Okay. Why, why would you? Just to prove she can. I, I don't think. I don't want to know. We'll just let her believe, I think. We think that'll be okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, she's, she's a couple of health potions. Uh, I, I looked at my inventory, um, and apparently I have five health potions on me. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just have to have Guys, we have learned an inventory patch. management lesson. Uh, <laughs> I look in my satchel. A tuning port from Limbo, <laughs> given by Enoch on her birthday. Uh, Kiana's like, yeah, we're going to walk shit. there. And Beer so, like, goes through and sees the tuning fork and just quietly closes the back. <laughs> so maybe the healer oh, should uh, distribute some of the healing potions to the people yeah, who can't yeah, do healing Yeah, I'll give them magic. all to Virla. Okay, From a cool, metagaming cool. standpoint, this has the potential to go so catastrophically wrong. You give all five so to Virla? Catastrophically yeah. Virla, can I uh, get one? Let's do the two... Let's do the two long-range glass cannons on one team, and let's do the two frontline tanks on the other. They're going to fix a staff. They're going to max them. They'll be safe. Yeah, I mean, what could possibly go wrong? It'll be fine. (laughs) Oh, wait. Maxim was tiny the last time time we were there. I think I'm looking forward to what we have to do in order to fix the staff this time. Um, I'll go ahead. I'll I'll give me and Danny two and one of Kiana. I feel like that yeah. might be a decent distribution. Yeah, Finbar with you... me. Why do I no, need no, a help? Because yeah. if Finbar yeah, goes down, no, but you not, need a way to bring today, Finbar back up. Doesn't Finbar have still more health potions left? No, like that two was, more? No, that was he, all of them. He's, oh, okay, he's got yeah. five, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what, whatever's in your in your inventory, man. That's what you <laughs> what did you just say he's got five, right? I am the master of the world. Y'all are in charge of one person each. How is it that I can keep track of every single goop Danny has ever collected, but we can't as a party keep track of how many health potions we have? I'll take a health potion. Uh, Let me just add that to my inventory. Saying this too. (laughs) 
Is it just a is it just a potion of healing? Yeah, just yep. a yeah. potion of healing. Okay, it's so Danny has two. Is it Virla has two. Plus two. Virla has Virla has two. Danny has one. Yeah. Backpack. Perfect. Uh, I guess while we're cleaning out our stuff, um, <laughs> I'm gonna go and pull out the little uh, commissioned necklace amulet thing that I had commissioned a month ago, like back in back in episode, back in season two, but I only got it in episode one and I never got around to actually giving it to Finbar. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I'll just sort of very awkwardly just sort of like hand it to him. You can see that it's uh, it, it's sort of a, a, a jewelry crafted sort of necklace with sort of floral Feywild. Um, embellishment sort of a design you can also see okay. it studded in um either as like a small fruit or uh some highlights on some certain flowers you can see little specks of sparkling what you know to be topaz uh from uh, the remains of azotico i did not give you a birthday present happy birthday <laughs> um i meant to give this to you sooner but uh yeah um before um, Finbar takes it, he gives Virla a hug and says, like, no. um, and then you see him, uh, he sort of like moves his collar and you see there's the Elise's sending stone, there's his star map, and then he puts on just one more necklace. <laughs> uh, actually, there's the, um, I think the Periapt of uh, Health is the other thing that he has. Yes. Um, so just like, he has four necklaces now, kind of just tucked Aww. into, He's under his collar. Um, yeah. <laughs> and he tucks it underneath and says, uh, I appreciate that. Of course. Now, uh, before y'all go, um, just one more thing. He's he walks through his sack. He's like, okay, make sure I'll set some snacks down, um, move some cutlery. Um, <laughs> I have, um, what else do I have? I have healer's kits, um, which uh, this, uh, helps you stabilize um, in terms of making medicine checks. Um, what else? And the dust of deliciousness. We um, are so worried. <laughs> so, Tasty. I'll give Fearless the dust of deliciousness, and I'll give, uh, <laughs> I guess I'll give Danny the healer's kits. Um, All right. How many kits do I have? I think I have five. I'll give her three. Yeah. <laughs> three healer's kits. Copy, copy. <laughs> I'm going to go to Virla and I'll be like, because you lost the other ring, and I'll give him my ring of water walking. <laughs> I gave this to you. Yeah, I know, but I haven't used it. Each, and who knows what weird uh, stuff is in Mechanus. <laughs> each healer's kit has ten uses. Do we want to maybe distribute these around a little bit? Because I don't think Danny needs three of them. It's it's like a first aid kit. Like, if you need the healer's kit, and there's, like, stuff in there. You can't yeah. distribute the stuff. No, but I'm it's saying like each kit. It's like in a chamber. But like, this kit does, is a leather pouch containing bandages, salves, and splints. The kit has yep. 10 uses. That's one kit. Mm -hmm. So maybe each of us <laughs> should take Danny a kit. Need three. Oh, you, wait, you have three separate kits? Then I just handed Danny three kits. <laughs> and like before we did like a uh, session one, I asked you if I could have five healer's kits. Um, <laughs> and you said, yeah, sure. Um, and then I just never you got around to You had these the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, how many times have we needed to mundanely stabilize somebody? Nah. Never. I will but, add a uh, healer's kit. Okay. Just in case. Kiana and Virla to, both to also add one yeah, healer's okay. kit, and Danny will just keep. I one already of have them. a healer's kit. What? <laughs> <laughs> you have a healer's kit. And now you I have the ring know. of water walking again. 
I don't know. I am begging. This, like, this, is why we don't, this is why we don't care about inventory. We've just yeah. spent like how many whatever minutes just hashing out. We just spent another four hours doing this. We started on how equipment doesn't mean anything in D&D. It does. I can't even. It's, it's all about There's. There's bedrolls. Why is that a thing you can put on your character sheet? No one has don't don't worry about it. Anyway, okay. <laughs> People have split things up. Yep. yep. The soft morning light rises, uh, silhouetting the ship in the docks. Uh, anything to do before you split? Uh, Kiana. Hmm. Um, while oh, you guys are in limbo, if you come across any goops of any kind, if you could just take one of these vials and put some in there. Okay. <laughs> Cool, thanks. I'll let you know. Can and I? It'll go next to my water skin. <laughs> Don't mix Don't those mix up. Those up. <laughs> oh, you think I use my water skin? <laughs> Are you dehydrated? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I spent so much Welcome time on the plane of fire. Welcome to useless equipment D&D. <laughs> hey, you say useless water equipment. Skins. I think I have used every single item in the adventurer's kit at some point in this, in this campaign. You've at least mentioned it. Tinderbox never used that. Improvise, adapt, overcome. I still have all my starting torches and tinderboxes that I've never used. I've used one torch. Oh, wow. Now we're all obsessed with going this through is our the, inventory as the thing. Dumbest conversation we've ever had. Why is everyone ready? Uh, yes. Yeah, yep. for sure. Yep. I have a little bag of sand and a single piece of parchment. Fearless <laughs> satchel. It's, it's like... It's just the it's grit just that the pours out of a backpack after like, yeah. a camping trip. <laughs> Pocket sand. Pocket go. sand. Oh man. Okay. I uh, think we're good. The okay. energy. I'm telling you, it's Watch bizarre. Watch out for ants, please. Don't don't let those guys uh, sneak up on you guys again. Like don't don't. We'll be fine. We're ants. gonna be we're going to Maxims. This is inside. What could happen to you inside? And thanks to Danny's new addition to the Paraspora, no one be sneaking up on us this time. I'm not saying that again. I tried it out just we now. We be sneaking up work. on them is the thing. Okay. What she said. Right, okay. Well, uh, if anything goes wrong, don't hesitate to call. <laughs> we have literally, I guess we are like, I call you is the thing. You can't call us, though. So, no, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, no, no. If anything goes wrong, we'll okay. we try not to let it go wrong. Oh okay. well, this group has never had to say goodbye to each other. They don't know how to do it. <laughs> Two of and you we walk down. Gang <laughs> we go to split up, but somehow we're still walking in the same direction for some <laughs> like, reason. Oh, like, oh, oh, this is awkward. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> the ship plane shifts out. You got, uh, and we're gonna start with Kian and Finbar. You make your way through the dock ward to the nearby neighborhood where the great gymnasium is found. Uh, the person there tries to, uh, like, at the counter, uh, checks your medallion, Kiana, to get in, and then tries to get Finbar in on the, like, first-time orientation. Same thing that they tried, <laughs> they used on you. Uh, but you just, you can, if you'd like, you could just hand-wave and get him in. On no, the no, no, he's my, my plus one. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah exactly. <laughs> Oh, you've been so, here before, Kiana? Oh, I, yeah, I, yeah, it was really fun. Uh, you don't want to do the day one guest pass. Uh, okay. Actually, it could be fun, but you don't want to do it right now. We're busy. <laughs> oh, have you heard? Um, I was talking to um, Elise uh, the other day, and uh, there's apparently there's this big champion, the runaway. You, you, should, you should fight that person. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hear she's really cool. <laughs> yeah, she, she won all her fights. It was like, apparently it was first time being there and Elise was telling me how she just knocked everybody else. I'm just like, hey, I think you should uh, 
She's the least part of the gym. I didn't know Elise was here that day. Whatever your passive insight is, you know it was fully me. (laughs) (laughs) Elise just heard about it. Oh. Everyone heard about it. Okay. New champion. Uh, Word spreads, man. It's a big city. It's not that big. Yana has a reputation. Run away. Don't run away. Yeah, your reputation goes up. You make oh, your way okay. past pools. There's like multiple, like I said, like Olympic sized swimming pools in here. One of them is just boiling hot, and there's tieflings and fire genasi like swimming through that one. One of them literally has like ice drifts that are forming that there's a dude with a big metal pole like breaking them apart so you can get into the water. You go past all of this. There's saunas and changing rooms until you come to the chaos mosaic mm-hmm. uh, that stands in front of you. Yes. Okay, I'm going to do like the Katara jogging in place thing real quick to <laughs> work up a mm-hmm. little sweat and then just... Finbar, you see Kiana just start running in place really hard. <laughs> uh, you okay there? Don't worry. A professional showed me how to do this. Uh, all right. Bing. Finbar kind of takes this offensive step back. Yeah. You place the bead of sweat across the mosaic. The whole thing shimmers as if the swirls have shifted their position, even though the tile hasn't actually moved. And then they kind of like begin to rattle and like curl in and fold inwards and they pull apart and you gaze into pure chaos. The world that you see is much like a few of the worlds you've been to, vast open space. There's not flat ground here, unlike, you know, Bytopia. This is more like Acheron, where there's just empty space. It is vast, dynamic, and impossible to be fully absorbed in just this first moment. You see that there are it, there's colors just kind of shifting and dancing and pulsing in every direction. Shapes in the distance are kind of twisting, and they bend from one to another like fluid. They bubble and roil and transform. You see there is like a sun, except it's probably only like 30, 40 feet across, not too far from the portal that you've made, which immediately shifts and turns into a cube of ice with bolts of lightning that begin to like jolt out of it, uh, arcing out towards these like spiraling clouds of green gas uh, as the whole thing that just melts into a flowing ripple of metal moving like a river in space um, until it like coalesces again and begins to uh, like needles begin to slowly emerge from it. You gaze through all this and see in the distance a shape that appears to be unchanging and has the sort of silhouette against all of this madness looks like buildings. What would you like to do? How how far in the distance? Uh, I half a mile. Half a mile across swirling chaos? Mm-hmm. All right, huh. stay, on, stay on your toes. Interesting. I'm gonna pull my shield off. Okay. All right. Ugh. I'm gonna whisper to my pseudograd dragon, for the record, that's not indicative of what a normal sun looks like. <laughs> okay. Um, Just let that hiss. <laughs> huh. Well, I guess first thing, can I see anywhere that looks like a, an easy place to set a foot down on the other side? Uh, there does, there's like bits of stuff floating in here. So there is like, you do see like a big rock, uh, okay. probably within jump, jumping distance that's kind of lazily floating by. Mm-hmm. Perfect, I'll jump for the big rock. All right, Finbar, do you also, or are you holding yep. on? Follow right along. Cool, you both <laughs> jump, land on the rock. I need you each to roll a D4. A D4, you say? Four. Four, and Finbar? Two. 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 Fantastic. 
Kiana and Finbar, you each land. Finbar, when you, first of all, the rock just completely dissipates into butterflies when you land on it. <laughs> they go everywhere. All right. Finbar, as it does, the air that was around you hardens uh, and you immediately become cased in a like sarcophagus sized piece of stone. Kiana, you are about to fall and then you get caught up as you fall into what feels like a bath, except the water flows around you in like this churning sphere and you have no air. You're currently asphyxiating. Great. I love this. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, okay. Both of you can make either Arcana or just straight wisdom checks. I mean, I know which one you're going to pick. If only there was some way for Kiana to step above and out of the... Oh, uh, don't. It crossed my mind that a ring of water walking would actually be really useful here. Wow. Hilarious. on the ring of water walking. I'm laughing. It's too late. That's a 23 wisdom check. Okay. Finbar. 16. 16. Finbar, however you react to being in stone, I'm sure that you've been in tough places before. That's how you're going to react. Kiana, you... You instinctively started to breathe in when you came in here, and then it's not even that you breathed in water so much as that the air that was around you turned into water, including the air that was in your mouth and uh, soft, uh, and lungs. Great. So you immediately begin to drown. As this That's what a chaos three no, gives me. No, as this chaos happens around you, you think back, though, to, like, kicking and you know moving your arms is not doing anything the ball just kind of like is turning through space thinking back to the conversations you've had with Enoch and what you might have heard from Virla about the plane of limbo you know that this is a place that is eternally changing is very malleable and thus is potential and is controlled by the mind in many cases with a powerful enough force of awareness around you, you can change your surroundings. Yeah, uh, I wanted to start by seeing if I could use stillness of mind uh, to if that would have an effect on this. Uh, It Rules is written, it ends an effect on me that is causing me to be charmed or frightened, but um, I don't know, maybe it would be cool. DM. (laughs) I like it, yes. I think... (laughs) You use stillness of mind, and you start to see the effect where, like, the around you doesn't change, but you feel the water flow out of your lungs, even though there's no air around you to breathe right now. You are no longer, like, water and lungs drowning. There's, like, there, there's almost, like, your personal space is reaffirming itself. Good. I would like to help it along by also summoning my arms and visage of the astral self <laughs> at the quickest possible <laughs> opportunity. Water bursts as the arms, you know, this amber light flows out. Uh, Both of you can go ahead and roll a d4. Okay. It's another four. (laughs) It's another two. Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, Cool. Both of you, uh, you remain in in earth. Kiana remains in water. What would you like to do? Hmm. Mm. Is it like tightly packed earth or is it like? Yeah, it's like rock. Like oh, you're, like you're rock. barely move. Rock Can I? Snow. I'd like to grab onto the the floating rock where Finbar is. I have a ten foot reach. I assume we yeah, haven't gone I, too far. Yeah, that, I'd other. say that's possible. Yeah, you reach out and grab on to the floating rock. You could pull yourself out if you wanted to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what I'm gonna do. Um, um, 
Also, now I have advantage on insight and intimidation checks because of my mask. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. If you have to scare the rock, you're going to be really good at it. Yeah. Insight. Yeah. It's the insight that matters. <laughs> Finbar, you hear the you hear feet clambering onto the outside of the rock. Um, I, I'm a little comfortable here. This is this is it feels like I'm being hugged by the earth. You know, this is slightly familiar. Uh, although I won't be able to stay here for long. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're also going to suffocate. <laughs> yeah. All yeah, right, we don't eventually. need to get into that. Um, I don't know if I should do this. Um. But I'd like to uh, might wild shape. Do I have? Ooh, what would that do? And don't have. Would I have seen a badger up until this point? I've seen all sorts of. I would. Have, I would totally allow a badger. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. So we go into badger bar. Um, yes. Oh, pitch black in here, but you are now a badger, so there's space as the Finbar-shaped hole <laughs> <laughs> is just a cavern for your body yeah. in this, you know, pillar of rock. Um, and dig my way to the surface. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, uh, for badger, I'll out. Yeah, you see... <laughs> Little badger. What is your? Does your badger look anything special, or is it just kind of like a normal badger fin bar? Uh, Nose and claws peer out. Uh, it's got little um, specks of um, sort of white rock, what white growing rocks in it, um, sort of oh, like stuck in its fur, and it looks, but it looks like stars. Uh, it's like a Aww. pitch black badger, nice. uh, pink nose. Can't say we don't have a gimmick. Um, and uh, yeah. All right. Awesome. What are you going to do now? You know that time is of the essence here uh, as you see things changing around you. Uh, I would like to try another thing. Uh, yeah, please. That's not rules as written. I would like to use my telekinetic reprisal to try and just get a little bubble of <laughs> space around me. Because <laughs> the way it works is it's sort of just, it's like a burst of, of psychic force around me when I take damage. Uh, I haven't taken drowning damage yet, but I don't know. Maybe. You're out of the you're out of the water. You pull yourself onto the rock. Badger joins you. Oh wait, you. I'm out of the water now. Yeah, yeah. I so you're able to pull yourself out. And you said onto I was the in the water now. again when I rolled another four, so I got confused. That was before you pulled yourself out of the water. Then you asked if you could grab the gotcha, rock. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha. So you pull. Yeah, you be able to pull yourself out onto the rock. All right, then uh, let's holster the telekinetic reprisal for another another crisis. Fair enough. Um, Quick thinking here, uh, yeah. or I'm gonna have you roll again. So wait, Finbar's digging his way out of the rock? Uh, no, he digs I, his way out. So he's I, out yeah, too. We're, we're not in a strict combat and action is six seconds here. We're in a sort of a little more story focused. Um, okay, events. then I would like to um, grab Badger Finbar and uh, jump towards the buildings as far as I can <laughs> off the rock. Cool. Go ahead and make an athletics check. Sure. Uh, uh, your arms are out so you can use your wisdom in yes, place of strength. That would be good. I hate to be that guy, but Bruh. what happened to Sunny? Sunny's on me. Sunny's, Sunny's still on her. Which okay, means I have cool. magic resistance now. Come at me, bro. You do um, have magic nice. resistance. We're not in a combat, so I'm not asking whether he's there or not. I'm just assuming he is there and that okay. he's immune to the like being accidentally crushed by a rock or a Good. fireball. Okay, Unless wisdom you're based athletics that. is just a plus five. Um, yes. And I'm not raging, so I don't get an advantage. What a shame. Uh, well, that's nine total. Nine total. You push yourself off, you're together. Uh, you go through space. There's no gravity here, you realize. So you just start drifting, but not super fast. Uh, go ahead. One of you just roll another D4. Uh, Kiana, why don't you do it? Yeah. Oh, come on, man. Oh. Three. Three. 
Uh, I need both of you guys to make a dexterity saving throw. Damn it. Oh, hold on. Okay. Actually, this is very good for me. Sorry, Pinbar. I rolled a 30-20. Okay, that saves. Uh, oh my god, this die. Using Badger's dexterity? Yeah. Uh, Sweet. 13. 13's gonna fail, so you'll take half damage. And so I'll take Pinbar. no damage because of evasion. Uh, evasion is half on a fail. You said 13 total? Oh, yes. Sorry. Half on a failure, none on a success. So Die. you're each going to take half damage, which is... Hmm. <laughs> can't have wands. Uh, you're going to take one point of fire damage as the sun that's... Like, the sun that was pulsating you forms back into fire and just lashes out with, like, plasma arcs, basically. Ouch. Cool. Um, you hear sort of... Uh, Badger Finbar uh, squeak a little bit. Um, I have two hit points. Oh! Badger ready. Um, I, I can't Let speak as a badger, so uh, mm-hmm. you're gonna have to um, tell Kiana practically link with me. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll mind link with Finbar. Um, and the second you do, I'm going to say, uh, throw me. Throw you? <laughs> At the, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm gonna wind up and chuck Badger okay. Bar as hard as I can at the in the direction of the building. I was gonna, in Make any particular direction, <laughs> just straight uh, up into the sun. It's it's a straight uh, wisdom check right now because yep, of the uh, yep exactly. Perfect. Oh my god, I'm rolling so boringly today. That's another thirteen. Thirteen. You get him going a little bit. He's the Badger. It's not too hard. You get it. You <laughs> astral arm football. <laughs> nice tight spiral and. <laughs> <laughs> Finbar, you go. Uh, I'm gonna need one more D4 from each of you. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a three again. Also roll the three. I'll take it. Uh, eat deck saves from both of you. All right. This is regular. Oh no. Ooh, not not great. Jesus. Well, with my deck save, it's an eight. But with the natural one I just rolled, it's a natural one. <laughs> Finbar. Uh, thirteen. Uh, both fail, you both take... Uh, Kiana halves this, so Kiana takes five points of fire damage, and Badger Bar takes ten. Ten, okay. Yeah. Drop my wild shape. Uh, regular uh, Finbar takes eight. But the momentum is preserved, right? So he's, he's still going. You're kind of spinning in space as you cannot use your normal, you know, reflexes to dodge an oncoming fire blast that appears out of nowhere yeah. because there's nothing for you to kick off of. Um, Let me ask... Kiana yes. and Finbar, yes. in, in this moment, where do you, what do you wish was happening? Where do you wish you were? Um, I wish I was at the city, uh, but I also want to do something fun as I pop my <laughs> badger form. Um, okay, you're uh, going back to the badger? Oh, yeah. no, you're coming no, no, out no. of badger. Yes. Because um, yeah. okay. we're, we're technically, this is kind of a zero gravity situation. This is very much a zero gravity situation. Cool. Um, as I'm shooting out, about when I hit like 30 feet away from Kiana, I want to sort of thorn whip and swing her around um, <laughs> and give her and add to her uh, momentum. Um, no, okay. no, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> but would it happen? Who knows? I don't want to test that. So that's got um, transporter accident written all over it. For the folks at home in the private chat, I wish Elise was here. Just came <laughs> up. <laughs> Go ahead and just roll me. I feel like, roll me an attack roll, but you're just trying to hit. Uh, if Kiana's fine with 
yeah. catching the other end of this. Let's say if you hit her AC, you're going to be able to hit her and she'll take no damage. You'll be able to do whatever, but if you hit below that, you'll still be able to get her. She's not going to resist it, but she might take a little damage. Okay, uh, 11 plus 9, uh, dirty 20. <laughs> dirty yeah. 20, yeah. So you're able to hit and expertly get it where she can grab with an astral arm, takes no damage, and you <sighs> whip her around. Kiana, you go spiraling now, uh, slowly making your hop, you know, <laughs> little hops and steps trying to get to... <laughs> the citadel uh as you spiral through what do you wish was happening right now kiana as you're like hurtling through space and you just see like two lightning bolts pass go past each other in front of you and then turn into fizzling fireworks that like fly off in all directions Mm. well that's a good question i mean i i wish i was in the Citadel with Enoch, who I'm sure would know what to do in this situation. But uh, I think in this exact moment, it's less, boy, I wish I was there now, and more just the mindset of like, how do I get there? So I think it's like, man, I wish I had a foothold to bounce off of right now. Um, Go ahead and make me a wisdom check. Wisdom check, certainly. That's an 18. And your wisdom is a 20? Uh, Yes. You see Finbar as Kiana thinks about that, as she would like her momentum is carrying her and she would land in at this spot but there's nothing to catch her as she does instead uh cobblestone forms under her feet and goes out for like a little bit past her and she lands solidly exactly like she intended to <laughs> oh i go oh okay i see how this works this is going to be fun. <laughs> so as i'm actually like... i'd say it's right around her feet like yeah, she lands sure. on like like a two by two sized space um I'm hurtling through this space moving towards the city right oh the, these buildings well, right yeah basically yes very slowly now since you just moved a bunch of momentum into cool. Kiana but I'm thinking faster <laughs> uh <laughs> hmm how is faster no man? go ahead and make me a wisdom check go ahead and okay. make me a wisdom check uh that's uh 16 plus 4 uh 20 3.20, and what is your wisdom score total? Uh, 19. 19, okay. So, a 20, you're able to, like, a medium, affect a medium-sized space, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you think that, an enormous spring appears behind you, <laughs> and just, <laughs> boing, pushes oh you and you go curling past Kiana. It's Spy Kids Whoa. 3D game over. After you leave, the spring <laughs> yeah. completely dissipates. It's Shark Boy and Lava Girl rules. As I whiz past her, I'm like, you're going too slow. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. Uh, Kiana, what would you like to do? I would like As to jump off of this. influence yeah. over on your environment. Uh, I want to jump off this foothold uh, as, you know, as hard as I can and uh, launch myself. Okay. You're just thinking about jumping? As a monk, you're pretty good at that. Well, I'm thinking about, I I guess I'm thinking about how it normally feels when I jump off of things. Because I'm usually jumping off of things that are solid and stable and all of my momentum carries me forward. Um, Especially if I'm doing, you know, Step of the Wind and jumping through Dempsey's Far. So, you know. Fair enough. So you jump off of here. Go ahead and make me another wisdom check. Wisdom check. Roger that. That's a dirty 20. Dirty 20. Uh, Again, a a medium-sized space. Interestingly, when Finbar left the spring, it completely dissipated. As you jump off of this rock, 
you notice it just hangs in space exactly where you left it, unchanging, even as the air around it turns into little beads of floating mercury. Mm. Uh, the Your momentum carries you, and as it does, another stone appears, this time like five feet by five feet, yes. a good landing spot for you. You land, and as you guys begin to understand the uh, a method of locomotion... We're not going to go through the entire half mile, but <laughs> you guys you. begin to hop, skip, and jump your way to the Citadel. Uh, and with that, we're going to cut to Mechanus. These are not happening concurrently since it takes some time to fly, but you guys shift to the Astral Sea, fly your way, and we pick up in the Great Clockwork of Nirvana, the gears, and the familiar, segmented, slightly humming Citadel of... Citadel's a bad word. Uh, that's the word for the Kitsarai, the, you know, wizard's tower, essentially, of Maxim. Uh, where things make sense. <laughs> <laughs> On the far, uh, cosmologically as far apart as you can get, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. Uh, if, I, I guess we're familiar with the routine at this point, so I'll go yeah. ahead and park the Paraspera. Yeah. And... You guys were just here not long ago. Yeah. We're back. <laughs> you go enter there and indeed are greeted by maxim who emerges from a a different hallway than he usually comes down but this is his house after all he sees you return he says crew of the paraspora how fair is your and then he stops uh does a quick count mental math (laughs) and says what dangers did you <laughs> Many dangers, but rest assured, none that took either Kiana nor, neither Kiana nor Finbar. They are away on a separate mission. Ah, uh, forgive me. It's not often to see you separate from each other, and well, the legends speak for themselves of the eternal battlefield. Well, Kiana and Finbar are yes. fine, but our fifth member is tragically perished in Thundanim. <laughs> <laughs> What did you say? Thudanin? 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 Who's our fifth member? I'm just fucking with him. She's just trying to figure uh, out how much attention he normally pays on our visits. Yeah. He he just, he just like nods, says, Indeed, pleasure is always deadly. How might I be of service to you? Uh, well... Allow me to not let that comment go by. Your concern is heartening, but I'm afraid we're here to request that you expedite um, a bit of work that you are currently engrossed in, and we're here to offer our services uh, to that end. Um, I will fill you Come in. Come the staff. I have, yes. I cannot... Might I ask, what has occurred that quickens the need for... Your arm back at your side. We're gonna storm the uh, Gith city that's on the dead god in the middle of the astral sea, and we figure we should have the big guns. Because my old crew is there. Yes. <laughs> yeah, for shits and giggles. <laughs> yeah, it's just fun. You know, why not? Inside everyone is a Danny impression. It's just waiting to come out. <laughs> then indeed, it seems that quite a lot has transpired in the few days since you have last visited me. Come, I yes. make space in my study. You shall regale me with what has happened. <laughs> Very well. And I guess as we're going, I'll basically just kind of try and give him the Cliff Notes version of what happened since leaving him at the, uh, uh, 
uh, for Thulden and just like uh, we successfully made our way to an obelisk and we found uh, we, we tapped into the resonance of Thulden and we found a portal and then we met a very angry warforged uh, who is another warforged and then um, it turns out that the uh, it took nine ten-ish hours of travel but eventually we found or Emmy was able to hone in you haven't met Emmy have you Oh, there's a lot here. <laughs> uh, you did have her when you were last here, but I'm not sure that you really I spoke about her. I don't think so, yeah. It was very businessy. Um, I'm not sure that we would properly introduce, although you alluded to the change in your docent. Please yes. spare no details. Uh, you don't have to explain everything, but he asks, yeah. uh, he like wants you to explain everything as, as richly as you can. Uh, he's okay. very interested that his... <laughs> What you're now starting to realize might have been a shot in the dark theory about finding a portal to fill them in worked. Uh, and <laughs> when you describe the like ringing it and how you were able to follow, he mage hands over a quill and paper and starts like sure. writing down, jotting down notes. <laughs> I'll try and be as specific as possible, but um, I do confess I think I had, uh, I was exceedingly lucky in that instance, and then I also had some help notwithstanding. Uh, so unless. <clears throat> you can get the services of a god. I don't know if it's necessarily replicable. Perhaps. It requires more study. I will have to seek someone out to replicate it. Unless you yourself are looking for our work, there would be goods to be exchanged for the continued testing of the use of tuning forks to find parallel portals between other dimensions. That does not sound unappealing, and... If we're talking strictly about Thulden, and I'm sure Danny would like another reason to go. Danny doesn't need another reason to go. She'll go. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Actually, Danny's gone. Uh, she went <laughs> yeah, straight back to the portal. Yeah, no one was paying attention to her. She just left and took out back in the Prospera and started heading for the portal. <laughs> I'm joking. She's, She's just been starting She's pushing random border. buttons. <laughs> I, she, every time that you guys turn around in a conversation, I want people to just assume that Danny was seconds away from poking whatever the nearest interesting object was and then has to stop. Because <laughs> There's a bunch of random stuff in here. You can go look at the uh, vaguely sulfur and brimstone smelling summoning circle that's across the room. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the is other smoking gun oh, yeah. that Virla didn't tell us about. it's not mechanical, yeah. I'm not interested in that. Uh, well, there's lots of uh, the... You can look at his table and his setup where he's got the staff currently like set on some stands so that it's lifted yeah. off the table. And there's all sorts of little arcano, you know, springs and gears and stuff littered around. Uh... Go ahead, go ahead and make me your, do your, your thing where you roll like 27, uh, tools check. Tools check. Well, it's not that I roll high, it's that I have a plus eight to it. Or no, I have a plus 12, because it's intelligence doubled plus proficiency is the thing. Yeah. And it's, both... it's intelligence plus proficiency doubled, but yes. Wait, so, so it should be 16 then? Because my... It should be four, uh, your intelligence my is plus God. four? Yes. And then your proficiency is plus four. Yes. So it's 12. Okay, that's what that's I said. That's what you said. Yeah. 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 Well, you said intelligence doubled plus proficiency. It's intelligence plus proficiency doubled, but yes. Eight well, doubled is 16. And... Mathematically, but uh, when your proficiency bonus goes yeah. up, it's going to become very different. Eight doubled, is, eight doubled is 16, but you're not doubling eight. You're doubling your proficiency bonus, which is. Roll plus a 27. Sophia, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, just do it. Just roll, do roll a d20 it. and add 12. Okay. Roll a natural 17, so that is a. <laughs> 29. 29! There it's higher nice. than the Joe Kesterman. There you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're looking around and you're like, 
oh yeah, like no wonder this guy hasn't finished this yet. <laughs> like there's there's no flow to this workspace at all. Even as someone who is chaotic by nature and doesn't really like organize their stuff, you, you still understand like flow to workspace to maximize Excellent. efficiency doesn't even and, know about and minimize place. I mean, come mistakes. on. <laughs> there's there's Bus? like the sense that he's using kind of different disciplines <laughs> like different fo like different different disciplines that don't really gel very well probably together he's just kind of like like there's kind of the sense that there's the arcane version of duct tape on the table at some point <laughs> you know so as Virla is explaining everything and in and Maxim is like, you know, first off, tell me about this dude that you met, and like, because he is kind of like an anthropologist at heart, but he also wants to right. know about like the effects you felt while you were there, the entire thing about the stone curse, the forgettance. He is yeah. exceedingly interested in like the exact details you can give for that. So I'll there is a long yeah. conversation to be had while Danny I'll mention off. the the boat with the the slot brain gem thing necessary in order to sticks proof the ship that we found. Furious. I know that such ships do exist. They often belong to Morenoloths, but I was under the assumption that it was an innate enchantment to the fiend's inherent nature. I wonder if perhaps this is a separate feature altogether, or if indeed this is a cultural secret they guard amongst themselves. He just like starts going off on all that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Daryl is listening. He's not. He's not letting us stop. We're talking about their shit. Danny just starts trying to clean up the table to make it more. <laughs> Danny's trying Danny to organize for Maxim. What a slight! <laughs> there's, there's, a, Danny. Your in, your insights. Uh, I think you're actually of decent insight. I have a plus right? three. Yeah, go ahead and roll me an insight check, actually. Hey man, does this spark joy? Natural eighteen. Does this spark twenty one? <laughs> yeah, I've I've alluded to this before with the sense that Virla was getting where it's like, oh, it's kind of like Maxim puts down and picks up projects. I think. Danny's getting the other half of this, which is that he projects a very controlled master of his domain aura and personality. But there's the sense that that is he he is not actually an infallible machine. He is person, and that bleeds through in the fact that he's got like these little messes and like he doesn't real he's not really an expert on what he's doing. He's kind of like working from a lot of experts different takes and advice to try and do a lot uh, some of this stuff so he's more he's more jack uh sorry he's more master of no trades kind of sense uh and instead relying on you see like books open with pages to like you know people who are experts on this stuff to guide him through he's he's got a lot of hobbies going on that he's simultaneously trying to he's master just like me he's just real. like me. <laughs> <laughs> oh max Maxim logicking um, his way through an adhd diagnosis yeah, right. and reevaluating <laughs> yeah. his entire life <laughs> he, you're not fully wrong um, his facade is hanging on by a thread <laughs> what do you tell him of the ad astra i will i will be explicit uh that it turns out that that was not my first trip, nor the Parasperus first trip. Actually, no, it might have been the Parasperus first trip because if 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 they got, if Emerson got the inspiration for the Paraspera from the Ad Astra, they might not have had the ship. It might not have been built yet. 
Yeah, it's still anyway. unclear when you had the ship. Definitely something was done to the ship post finding at Astra because there's like similarities. But it's unclear if you, yeah, it's unclear if you sailed through Fuldenin mm-hmm. or if you guys like did the thing that Vice was doing, where he was just walking from cube to yeah. cube, which is, uh, of course, very dangerous, but possible people do it. Yeah, but he'll he'll basically recount that how there was nothing left, uh, technolo- technology-wise, that was salvageable. Um, how the only things that were left behind was evidence of the crew of the Adastra and the old crew of the Prospera. Indeed, it is a shame that this stone curse so thoroughly afflicts everything within that realm, or else it might be possible to gauge the age of the ship, the exact date at which these were forged, emerged, or rather arrived. Be of great Agreed. interest to me, and I fear it is perhaps lost time. Yes, that is, that was our assessment as well. Um, and then basically, he's gonna kind of skirt over the, the the one-on-one that he had with Emerson, and basically just kind of like wrap it up by saying, um, uh, "I had another vision." Um, or actually, no, he's not gonna say that. He's gonna say, "But there was enough evidence on the Ad Astra that sort that." suggested that um what what is really gonna say there's enough mm-hmm. evidence on the adastra for him to fix enough of his memories to figure out where to, to to re-piece um the memories that he had lost around the the events that uh around the events of him losing his crew do i he's gonna kind of catch fully change that him saying that because i don't think he mentioned uh emerson to the crew when he was talking about the recap did he yeah but you, I don't think you did. But I went to the ship, so I know there wasn't. There's jack shit there. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Danny. You definitely hear it. Go ahead and make a deception check. Very loud. Ooh. Oh, fuck. Still yes. make rolls. <laughs> We're also gonna roll for. Oh, Maxim. Maxim. Oh, Maxim didn't roll great. Oh, Mister, please. <laughs> oh, that's a natural nineteen. Okay, seventeen. Your deception is minus two. I, I'm not very charismatic. My God, man. Danny, insight. It's a natural fourteen plus three, so seventeen. Mm. Nah, that is it. I'm Battle gonna, of that wills. That is a success. Lightning crackling. I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call that like a bare success. Virla, what do you think in this moment with like Danny realizing there's a lie, um, but not necessarily getting like everything? What does she learn from? this insight we might need to cut this bit out because I legitimately don't remember whether or not Virla had mentioned Emerson to the crew uh, uh, I don't think is... you mentioned the starlight apparition at all no. uh, and I think you skipped over how you got any memories of that situation mm-hmm. um, I yes think you kind because of I think you just Mistra. kind of blurted out yeah. you indicated that like the, the main thing you told us was like the deal with Mistra why you got locked out of sigil for like a round mm-hmm. uh I I don't think, and if I'm wrong, yeah. audience, you need to direct all your vitriol <laughs> just, just to about me. This. Just, just my ads. Yep. <laughs> Spare them. They know not what they do. <laughs> Max um, rolled a 15, by the way. Oh, baby. So close. Awesome. So he's like, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Working under the assumption, then, that Virla did not mention anything about Emerson nor the Starlight Apparition. Um, Danny fully clocks that 
Because because you were also looking into ways to fix Virla's data spheres in his memory with Casimir's um, books, and so that kind of caught your ear. Kind of like if there was stuff on the ship that would have helped me fix Virla's memories, I would have found it by then. You know, um, so you know that he's fully lying about that. Um, <laughs> I would say that that's kind of all you would clock. Um, you don't necessarily know why he lied. Um, yeah. Danny immediately intuiting that. Virla, after a huge confession, is still keeping things to himself. Danny is seconds away from blurting he's it out. He's a noble. And then, like, he's a private. <laughs> Plug puts his face in her mouth, like in her face, and she's like, all right, I'll think about it for later. <laughs> Maxim is pretty insightful, but too deep in like piecing out what all this might mean historically yeah. to like catch on to the hand wave of like, oh, I was able to figure it out. Okay, cool. Um, yeah says indeed I confess to Vila the staff is ultimately yours should we be able to finish it then I see no problem uh, re-exchanging it to you thank you but this this goal you've achieved this, or rather this goal you've set to achieve the rescuing of your crew from Tunareth even with as powerful an item as this I fear it is folly and I would not lightly send you marching to your grave You say that Maxim's not going to send us marching to our grave? Maxim says he's not going to idly send you marching to your grave. He's like, he's basically saying, like, listen, I'll give, I'm going to give you the staff if you want it. Like, I think of it as yours, but yeah. I'm not going to give it to you to go die, yeah. right? Not in the sense of withholding it, in the sense of, like, if that's the only chip I have to keep you from committing suicide, from dashing yourself sure. upon the rocks, then I'm, that's what I'll use. Um... Full disclosure, I do not think... I think that if I were to use the staff in Tunareth? Was was the... Yes. Was the, how it's pronounced? Tunareth. If I were to use the staff in Tunareth, it would be as a last resort. I, I think we are all in agreement that we are going to have to employ more subtler tactics in order to get in and abscond with my crew. No, the staff is... Uh, in order to gain another piece of the puzzle. Someone who was there, that we had recently met, in my case, re-met, and as far as pure combat goes, I'll take all the help that I can get. But rest assured, Maxim, and once again, your concern is endearing. Um, <laughs> we are putting thought into this. I would expect no less from you. I do not think that you plan to barrel in like amateurs but the method of which you speak entering even if you are able to gain information even if you are able to plan accordingly as you speak flippantly of employing stealth and subterfuge to enter that might very well be a path that could be taken by the greatest thieves in the planescape which if you will forgive me I do not count you wrong. No, we're not very good at stealing things. 
Um, you cannot talk me down from this, I'm afraid. So then, the only course of health that you could give, in addition to giving me my staff, would be anything else that could possibly aid us. Make me a persuasion check. One of these days, I'm gonna have to come up with a reason why Virla is not charismatic. <laughs> a reason? <laughs> Two. Yes! Yes! <laughs> it's not even worth a flash of genius. There's no way to. <laughs> can't. He he remains inscrutable. Yeah. Um. Regardless, I am here for my staff. You've been at it for the better part of a year. Surely it must be finished by now. <laughs> I wouldn't bet on it. Uh, Going for the jugular. He uh. <laughs> about that. And you you kind of flip you flip it on him. He goes, I have been uh, imploring this new spell delivered to you by delivered to myself by you in order to perfect and fine tune the arcane workings within the staff. However, I have run into a small problem insects that the staff creates uh, in my attempts to make them more magically charged uh, they have begun to uh, resist and indeed in some cases <clears throat> he kind of rubs his face Workers a little bit the clockwork uh, staff consume, unite. <laughs> consume magic which has made my entering somewhat uh, perilous Okay. What is this, a okay. Michael Crichton novel? Oh my god, it's exactly <laughs> a Michael Crichton novel. magic-eating wasps? There's a joke in Portal 2 where Cave Johnson, the eccentric CEO of Aperture Science, basically says over a series of intercom messages, hey, our next experiment is injecting scientists with mantis DNA. And then, <laughs> hey, new guy, uh, we've re-axed that project and we're giving you a new one. Uh, killing an army of mantis men. Go pick up your shotguns and exit to right stage left. <laughs> And that's all I can think of right I now. Can't that's believe Maxim was so preoccupied with whether or not he could do it. <laughs> he never stopped to <laughs> ask There is a Michael Crichton so. novel called Prey that is literally a swarm yes. of nanorobots that feed oh, on God. the scientists who created them. Um, bees? I'm so happy that this is happening. This is this is the bees episode? This is the bees episode. <laughs> I can't believe that we're going to be having episode our episode talking bees? with like the chillest, most like lawful monk in the world, and these guys off in the law dimension are going to be having a bug hunt. Bees! A drunken <laughs> bug hunt. <sighs> so, uh, I do believe that the problem should solve itself if the uh, arcane program within the staff should be repaired and perhaps he kind of thinks like kind of shifts his position from like awkward and embarrassed to like kind of flash of brilliance perhaps the two of you are just what is required the difficulty is that if I enter well uh, under the effects of my own shrink spell and lose concentration the effects could be rather disastrous for myself and for the staff but since I am able to bend the arcane laws and cast a spell upon two willing beings at once I could shrink the both of you thereby ensuring that neither of you will lose concentration and be crushed by your own return to normal size within the staff 
I turn to Danny. Well, what do you think? Let's smoke him out. Oh, like produce flame in my hand. Very well, Maxim. <laughs> I, we uh, wait, what? You're what? <laughs> you know, bees. They like the beekeepers all use the smoke stuff to control. I bet if we just get in there and like create create a lot of smoke, problem solved. One, they're metal. Two, they're wasps. Same difference. Okay, very well. Very well, Maxim. We shall debug my staff. Yes. Oh, boo. Very well. And we're going to cut back to Limbo. Adios. Yeah. Kiana, Finbar, through your various methods, you traverse the empty space of the ever-changing chaos and arrive at the adamantine citadel known as Zerth Adlun. Uh, the, as you approach the shadow that is sometimes cast by it from, you know, the various points of light that appear and disappear at, very, at you know, random odd times, uh, you can see that the entire thing appears to be just, like, jet black, which, at this point, with, uh, you know, being in brass and stuff, you know is the call sign, uh, like, the signifier of adamantine, Ten, is like Vanta Black. It's, you know, it absorbs okay. all light, basically. Um, nice. And it appears to be multiple towers and there's, there's walkways on the outside and stuff like that, but they are all connected via hall, uh, like covered hallways via these tunnels uh, in a way that makes it so that they are a sphere. So it's a ball with points sticking out from it at precise, even locations and tunnels connecting each of these zigzagging back and forth and it just slowly rotates in space unchanging amongst this eternally changing primordial soup wow. uh you guys step foot on what is a there's kind of at one at each door there's like you know flat stone that spreads out for like 20 feet and then just kind of breaks off and crumbles into the the chaos mm-hmm. uh you guys set foot and you see that there is a Gitzerai sitting on a small like looks like pillow of cloud a couple feet off the ground <laughs> she's got blue robes and sort of like blue robes underneath pink what's the word i'm looking for it's like kind of sheer material so it looks kind of like she's wearing gossamer? two sets of robes simultaneously yeah like a gossamer she's wearing like two sets of robes simultaneously but the one on the outside is purple and it's kind of transparent um you guys walk up and she opens her eyes feet down as the cloud fades out from underneath her and she moves to a stiff attention as she surveys you both and says halt who approaches the citadel of zerf adlun hi uh i'm i'm kiana i'm a friend of enox howdy i'm finbar also a friend of enox yeah she kind of appraises you for a second um, you see she blinks and her eyes go uh, kind of pale glowing blue. She kind of looks at you and then she moves her head to look behind you and then blinks that goes away. And she says... Stop patting off some of the flames. <laughs> Very well. I shall send for Enoch if he is aware of your persons and you indeed speak the truth. Then we will grant you access to the citadel here. Thank you. I warn you. If deception is employed, you will not find friends among the Gitzera here. Uh, fair enough. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 All right. She knocks on the door. Um, it opens a little bit, says something, uh, and you guys kind of wait tensely for a couple minutes, 
until the door opens and out emerges, who you haven't seen in a little while, Enoch. Enoch. Classic black robes, kind of like a deep V situation going on. <laughs> uh, little mustache. Uh, he gives he gives a deep bow to both of you, um, and then a head nod um, says, "At peace, Adaya. These are indeed friends. Friends, perhaps it's not a strong enough word. They rescued me from the nine hells when my Rachma had been killed." She gives a nod. She says, "My apologies for the rude welcoming." Then. No, no, just good sense, really. There's all kinds of crazy stuff out there. Still, probably slightly on fire. Let's <laughs> consider. <laughs> just yeah, keeps pots. coming back. Just like, oh, pots I missed out, a spot. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't seem to get the dirt out of me. It's, it's yeah. still there. <laughs> Enoch gives a little bit of a smile. Says, "We will need to practice your sphere of influence if you are to stay for long. Come inside. Tell me of what you've been up to and what brings you to." Our humble citadel. Oh, yeah. I don't know how much time you got. <laughs> I'll, I'll follow I'm a in. patient man. I have much time indeed. Oh. You enter. Uh, everything in here is bare, devoid of many details, and yet somehow comfortable, homely. Okay. The walls are that same black, and yet they're warmly lit by braziers that have no flame. Just, you know, cast this warm, soft light across everything. There are people walking all over, and you see as he takes you in and starts to like vaguely describe uh, what's going on. You see that there are monks sitting every like twenty to thirty feet ish, who are just in quiet meditation. There are little alcoves specifically for them to sit in. Um, and he says, "Here in limbo, the power of the mind is the greatest of all." In order to maintain our citadel, it is required that it be its presence, its material, be meditated on continuously by members of the monastery. This ensures that the chaos does not swallow and dissolve it. Oh. I think it breaks though, right? Of course. Yeah. This is... there. <laughs> he gives a little laugh. Uh, this is a duty that is shared by all of the citadel. As long as you are here, you must put some of your time into ensuring the integrity of the citadel he walks past you guys go through a curving hallway and you see like not far like 10 feet up from you there's another hallway that spreads that stretches from the building you're walking towards Mm -hmm. to a different tower and people are walking to your point of view upside down on that one because gravity is completely wonked it's it's like being inside of an escher paint yeah it's it's like being inside of an escher painting where yeah Physics don't apply as in except how you think they should apply, and therefore it makes it very easy to bend uh, reason. Oh man, it's it's a little bit like uh, sigil, uh, sigil. It's a little bit like sigil in that yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. There are there are many worlds that bend uh, what the mundane would consider normal. You enter, uh, and Kiana, you start to see, like, walking past, one of them sitting in the one of the alcoves. Uh, there are monks that you recognize here from. Whoa from your time training. Uh, A bunch of them like recognize you and like give smiles and hellos. Yeah, they get waves. Uh, You were never (laughs) very close to any of them. Nah. That was by design and yet they warmly welcome you. Uh, Clearly a lot of them have grown close. You see some of them walking together like arm in arm. And like one of them comes up and gives you a hug. A bunch give that that same formal bow that- They're healing. I'm spreading uh, my hug agenda. A bunch uh, give you that, uh, like, not wanting to initiate anything, give that same formal bow that Enoch gave you. But uh, overall, you can you can definitely say see here that there are, if not all of them, many are here currently 
being uh, some sort of functioning part of this ecosystem. Hmm. That's uh, really beautiful. I turn to Enoch and I say, I see the kids are doing all right. <laughs> they learn well. There is a lot to wash out from them that takes patience and a open an open ear and occasionally firm guidance but they are all of them receptive and though i would not dare speak for any of them to my mind seem content or at the very least relieved it has not been so long compared to their time in the synobium but i think perhaps many of them find themselves past that portion in their life so far i would assume many seek to stay but i know that some have begun to wander and have already left such as your friend ioni i apologize if you were hoping to find her here she has yet to return no no that's okay um although i don't know like uh, where'd she go did you go with anybody when she left i knew that she made for Sigil, to be the port of all worlds. I do not know oh. where she made to from there. Huh. Well, I hope she's um finding fun things out there. Hey, who knows? Maybe we'll run into her somewhere. Well, I hope so. In my experience, the Planescape is a deceptively small place. Mm. Yeah, it tends to be like that. But enough reminiscing on what cannot be done. What may I do for you? Although I am flattered by your visit, I assume that there is some purpose to it, and if Enoch can provide any aid you require, I shall give it to you. So, speaking of Planescape being a very small place. Yeah. Um. um. How, 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 how do I say this? Um, okay. How best uh, to describe it? Yeah. Uh, you, you so remember like our it. friend Virla? Uh. The, uh, the, the Mechanite wizard had a really cool hat. Um, so... Of course, instrumental in my own freeing. Yes, exactly. Yeah, he's great. Uh, so before any of us met him, he had another crew, and it turns out they got kidnapped by Githyanki pirates, and they're totally still alive in their citadel, and now we have to go storm it and rescue them. And uh, we were kind of hoping you might have some tips. <laughs> How certain are you of this information? He suddenly grows very serious. Uh, pr- well, I mean, we trust you. He moves Vila. you like to a kind of like corner where you guys uh, can talk, like privately. Yeah. In uh, terms yeah. of uh, them, waves still- his hand. Walls just move up and around you guys to form oh, a room. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> okay, focus. Um, I lower my voice and I and I go. Um, well, in terms of, we know that they're still alive. Um, for sure. We just don't know where um, and in what condition. Well, we don't know where specifically in the city. We do know that they're held in the city, I think. Virla was a little, it was a very confusing conversation uh, and Virla had nearly died like 10 seconds before it. So a lot of stuff was happening. Um, but he's- mirror is this one, I too am confused. The Gith Yankee are rare now. To, to exaggerate, which I am not often want to do. Rare known to take prisoners of any kind. 
Yeah. And usually the need for them is short-lived, if that is the case. Well, the news we heard, uh, and long story short, um, Villa's no stranger to pilot piloting spelljammers, um, and uh, his crew did some weird magic things, and uh, whatever they're capable of, I think the Gift Yankee need their specialization to do that with their own kind of spell jammer last time as that's how i understand it there's um, another factor uh verla covered a lot of ground very quickly but one thing he said is that one of his crew had betrayed them um and there was some kind of deal that they were they weren't 100 percent holding up because they they killed his old captain and they weren't supposed to but i think taking them prisoner was was part of that deal. So whatever they're doing, it's probably ongoing. I will say the plans of the Githyanki are wide-ranging, and though many would not think it from outside observation, I suspect quite patient in actuality. The notion that they are taking prisoners is one I do not easily grasp, but the notion that there are plans within plans that we do not understand, that is something that makes some sense to me. Yeah. I offer what advice I can, but chief among my wisdom in this case is if you truly dare to enter into their city, the one built on the god they call the One in the Void, how do you propose to locate these prisoners? No one who is not Githyanki has ever entered and left the city alive, and it is vast. There are too many stones to overturn if you simply seek to wander in. Even your magics, whatever you may employ, may not be strong enough with the sheer vastness of the city. Yeah, that's we kind We plan of... on being um, what's the word? Effective, you know. We we got we got a lead. We got we got a lead. Um, we uh, like you said, Planescape is small. It turns out one of the crew that captured um, Villa's old crew is a fella named Endemion. Uh, I think that's Endemion. right. Yeah, yeah. Endelion. You guys Endelion. met him pretty quickly, and, but Endelion is, is the prince is from Mamaru. Sailor Moon. And Andelion? We never met him, but the mind link was still up, so... Um, yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, we recently ran into him, um, by pure chance, something in the stars. And we know exactly where he is right now, so... Or at least where he was, like, a week ago. Um, yeah. Stationed off of the Astral Sea. Yeah, they, uh, they took over a volcano in the Plane of Fire to do some egg stuff. Uh, I'm assuming that's going to take a while. <laughs> well, they are fond of the most brutal training grounds in which to lay their crash. I think Gith actually do lay eggs, right? Yeah, yeah, they let okay, Gith yeah. lay eggs. Yeah. I'm just assuming doing. that's not a topic of polite conversation here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he talks about it as normally as you would, t- as like, you know, any person would talk about it. Like, All right. Yeah, yeah, mammals give live birth, you know? I mean, we didn't really get the birds and the bees talk back in the Tenebris Cenobium, but you know. <laughs> I don't think that's, listen, it's joked about before, but it makes sense to me that wanting to care for your health in a detached sense, the same way that like plant people are very particular about 
you know, you mm. have to give, you know, the soil and the water uh, treatment and the sunlight that any plant needs to thrive, that the illithid seeing you as lesser life forms that need to be cared for would be right. like, yeah, and like here's sanitation and, you know, uh, reproduction. Yeah, that uh, makes sense. You know, the importance of reproduction. Uh, so we probably got the birds and the bees about... talk early and in a really yeah. clinical way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Great. Uh, and they wouldn't have talked about Givianki or Gitzerai. No, of course not. <laughs> the, the notion is there. I like, this is the stupid stuff I think about. What would they keep in my head if I wasn't thinking about this? Hey, anyway. straight to the point, they're all about their education. He, so. he nods, he says, I mean, it would have to be a suitably notable. You said he was in charge of the attack upon Virla's crew to begin with. Yeah. Yeah, and he's the one that made the deal, or at least was involved in it. So if we were kind of... Such an, an attack of importance where they would keep prisoners, then he must be of great renown to his queen. In which case, I dare say his power is frightening. I'm familiar with it, and Finbar sort of moves his armor a little bit. He still has the scar from oh. the initial hit that he took. Our encounter was uh, brief. I would reckon he left a mark I would recognize me. a wound by a silver blade if I saw one. And I left yeah. a mark on him. Yeah. <laughs> we were hoping that if we could get the drop on him, we might be able to get some information, but uh, honestly, Feeding. just the, the more information we have, the better it would be so we don't go in unprepared like we did last time. Defeating him is one thing. Swaying him. The Githyanki are zealous. They are proud warriors in the least flattering sense of the word. In all the ones that I've ever heard of, they serve only three things. Their queen, Vlaketh, their hatred to the Ilithid, and their own self-interest. Getting one to cooperate would be a challenge. Perhaps an even greater one than defeating this Indelian to begin with. Yeah. He kind of pauses, he thinks. <sighs> Unless. There's a sense to Yukiana that he wouldn't continue if he didn't feel like he owed you everything for saving his life twice. Aww. Says. Unless. They are proud. So much so that it's not easy for them to handle defeat or blow to their ego it will be difficult to get one to turn against their kin but if you humiliated one broke their pride beat his ass if you def if someone oh, defeated this indelian in single combat <gasps> called him out <laughs> and proved himself not only the better warrior but perhaps that he was unworthy of serving the position he currently holds. Perhaps that would sway them enough to divulge something rather than accept death. So which one wow. of us is going to face the Gish in single combat? That that does kind of sound like a thing that, that could work. I mean, I don't know, Finbar, you fought him before. How... What, what do you think the odds are of that working? Uh... I like the odds of that. 
I could use a rematch. But the thing is, you're the better fighter. What? So. You are the runaway. Slightly staggered. Oh boy. Well, I mean, could work. I mean, you know. I say this to you only because I have the utmost faith in your abilities. Aww. And in your righteousness. But it will not be easy. Do not expect, even if it is a single combat fight, for this gith to play fair. I've never known one that believed in such practices. Even if he believes he has to do it alone, he will employ whatever tricks or cunning or powers he has at his disposal to see you defeated. And we will not think you will not think badly of resorting to methods that most would consider cheating. All right. Keep that in mind. Hey, if it's about humiliating a gift, we'll figure it out. Yeah, the hard part's probably going to be stopping Virla from trying to do it. <laughs> I, appreci I appreciate your confidence in the situation, but if you're going to win this fight, Whoever among you takes it up. It cannot simply be a fight for... It must be a fight that your heart is in. Because against a gift like this, everything will be on the line. Mm -hmm. It's the baby. Fearless gonna die to the sucker. No, he's not. Stop that. What if we just The tiny pocket Virla. Kiana. I mean, like, as me he says him. this, as he says this, Enoch is just looking at Kiana. Yeah. <laughs> oh, baby. Yeah. Okay. He's looking at the pocket Virla. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's just sliding back into the pocket. Yeah. Stop it. Oh, man. Sick. I mean, you know, I think if it's for Virla. I can put my heart in it. Oh. It's the power of friendship. You all share baby. a special bond. Would that I could, I would summon my Rachma, but first, it is beyond my ability to command. I'm not leader. And second, we are strictly forbidden from entering into direct conflict with Githyanki, and I mm. fear that this would be considered such. Yeah, I thought it might be, but that's okay. Um,. Oh, there is one other thing. Uh, not, not related to this. It's just another thing. Uh, we, Please. In, in the Plane of Fire, we sort of heard rumors from a bounty hunter friend of ours uh, that somebody's been kidnapping, like, uh, you know, uh, powerful artificers and, and mechanics and stuff, and we kind of think it might be the Mind Flayers that got away from us uh, back in the day. So that might be a thing that's happening. We haven't really seen any confirmation yet, but if it does happen, I wanted you guys to know. Rest assured that the emergence of the illithid on the material plane is something that is being carefully sought after. Their location has not been divulged. Much like shadows, when the light is shed on them, they simply retreat. But if there is a connection, I have no doubt that the betters among my uh, the betters and myself here will find it. I appreciate it, and I shall share with them what you believe. Awesome. Okay. It is, after all, a small planescape. <laughs> well, well, oh, okay. Enoch, it's real nice seeing you. We appreciate the advice. I fear that it is less than helpful. If no, you mean 
Perhaps there is one more thing I can be of aid with. Hmm? If you're up for a small journey. Ooh. Hey, we're here. There is, if you do mean to delve into the city and require a quick escape, there is such a means that can be employed, although likely for only a single use. If a quick getaway is what you're looking for. Yeah, I think that would be very good to have. There's a tree that grows upon some of the elemental loci within Limbo here. It is one that naturally warps space and time. Its effects in Limbo are often not strongly felt, but on other planes, though it has difficulty surviving there, it has properties by which it can move large groups quickly through space. Oh, like a, like a fake Rossi? In a sense. I... A one-time fake crossing. Hmm. Let me speak to some of these scouts among the Gitsari here. See if there is any chance that we might find one of these loci and obtain for you one of the warp bonsai. Oh. Austin, don't send us to a bonsai. tree towards the end of the season challenge 2K 2020. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's no tree at the end of... And also, it's a tiny one. Tiny it's tree. It's just a tiny little friend tree. There was no tree at the end of season one, was there? Like, was we went to the primaterial plane. That's all just yeah, trees. We yeah. It's all trees. It's trees all the way down. Yeah. Yeah. It's just trees. trees all the way down. It's got a monopoly That's the thing on trees. Is, uh, they call it the mundane world, but really it's kind of the world of trees. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, he Arborea leaves you like for a, a moment to go discuss, <laughs> and we are going to simultaneously, uh, Maxim turns to Virla and uh, Danny uh, prepares himself to cast the spell when you are ready. Fire. You good, Danny? We got this? Yeah, man, I'm ready. I'll drop the goggles down. <laughs> Go and just button I'll, up I'll the jacket. Give, go like, into sport mode. Yes. I'll give Max some like a thumbs up and just kind of like a <laughs> circle my finger in the air like a go go go. <laughs> he uh, claps his hands together, spreads them apart. Uh, he is going to twin spell shrink. Nice. Both of you guys shrink down. You feel every, the whole room warps as you shrink down to you know, honey, I shrunk the kid size. <laughs> <laughs> he scoops you up. And in a booming, loud voice, uh, as he places you by the table, says, <clears throat> The problem lies within the head of the staff. If you enter here, and he places a finger on, like, you know, there's there's holes all through the staff for the bugs, the beetles to come out. Aww. Enter through here and follow. You should be able to find it with no problem. Oh, yeah. We are the best navigators in the entire party. <laughs> Okay. And do hurry. The spell only lasts for one hour. All right, we have to make our voices higher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so happy this oh, God. We won't let you down. You are too small for me to hear, so I merely assume you are. Oh, that's complete. This is Tiny Danny and Tiny Virla now. Okay. Yeah. <gasps> Pocket Danny! Pocket Virla! Pocket it's Danny. real! <laughs> yep. It's real. You guys enter the staff. Enoch comes back. Nods both of you, says. I do believe we have a location of one of the elemental loci. If you're ready to depart. Yeah. Yeah. Very well. Check my shield. Follow me. All right. Turns 
And that's where we're going to go to break. Yeah. And we'll come back Woo. with staff and then retrieving the bonsai. I hope that on the trip I can practice my limbo shaping. <laughs> if I can get a weapon out of this and then have a weapon when I'm fighting the guy with the silver sword, that would be Audience, perfect. I'm just going to say it. I want fa any fan art you can think of of Tiny Danny and Tiny Virla on my desk by Monday because this is the exact kind of... Rolling with difficulty. Hello, Wally here. I am the voice of Finbar. Today's adventure is brought to you by World Anvil. World Anvil is a browser-based world-building tool designed to help you, the creator, write and world-build, all while keeping your work organized and in one place. World maps, calendars, customizable wikis, visual timelines, and more let you decide how to best build your world. And when you're ready to write, look no further than the built-in word processor. You can write your prose directly in World Anvil to keep every step of the process in one place. We all know tabletop RPGs are all about the power of friendship, and with real-time collaboration, you can work with your players or other creators on the same project. On top of all that jazz, World Anvil recently rolled out a new feature called Whiteboards. This visual canvas allows creators to freely draw out their ideas, adding diagrams, flowcharts, mood boards, and more. And if you're a more visual creator like myself, this feature is perfect for you. You can chart out character arts, storyboard key scenes, articulate character designs, sketch out dungeons and environments, or whatever else you need to help make the story you see in your mind come to life. Interested? Of course you are. And it only gets better because for our listeners, World Anvil is offering a special discount. Just use code PLUG, that's P-L-U-G, at checkout for 40% off a yearly membership. And with that, I'll meet you all back on the Astral Sea. Hello, it's Noir. Uh, thank you so much for listening to Rolling with Difficulty. We've been thrilled to have you all tagging along with the crew of the Paraspora. Rolling with Difficulty recently launched a new way to support the podcast, our Patreon page. In addition to helping make this program possible, patrons get access to all sorts of bonus content directly from myself and the rest of the cast. So save those wish rings for later. Rewards include monthly Discord hangouts, additional character and NPC info, bonus stories from the Planescape, art sheets, and more. Right now, new patrons will have access to our special launch bonus, the playtest for the College of Feasts subclass inspired by a very own Elise. Check out the link in the description below to browse these and all the other benefits awaiting patrons. And again, thank you to everyone for supporting Rolling with Difficulty. We will catch you out on the Astral Sea. Rolling with Difficulty. Welcome back. When last we left our heroes, Danny, Virla, you enter into the staff portion, the handle, the shaft Ooh. of the Clockwork Swarm staff. <laughs> Uh, there is platform for you to walk on. The interior is, we, you know, as we shrink our perspective down so that you guys are, again, regular size by our standards. The interior is kind of interesting. It's a combination of smooth metal, like you would assume from a, you know, wrought staff, of honeycomb bits, like, you know, housing for insects, and of also arcane glyphs and sigils that are <laughs> I'm so fucked up from saying sigil. Arcane <laughs> glyphs and sigils, which are asymmetrical and almost organic in their kind of placement, right? So there's this weird, like, clash of aesthetics going on. But you kind of squeeze your way in and begin to walk up, your footsteps echoing through 
uh, you can mostly walk, and sometimes you gotta duck under things or climb over things. Um, but if you remember, Maxim said that the problem you are looking for is going to be found in the housing in the top, indeed, where there's like kind of there's this bulbous top to it that is symmetrical and yet still kind of like you know this pocketed and faceted, where presumably some stuff goes down in terms of creation of the swarm. Uh, as you guys walk through, is there anything you would like to do in preparation before you reach the head? I, I, I had assumed that these wasps and insects were conjured when I cast it. I, from what Maxim was describing, it seems like they live in here. It's a little column A, little column B. <laughs> yeah, not everything is as it seems these days, is it? Uh, and I'm gonna summon. <laughs> A uh, tiny handheld version of the Force Ballista, just in case. Okay. Yeah. Was that directed at me, Danny? Oh my god, yes! No. <laughs> Never. <laughs> That's not like... a deception check. That's just a lie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> well, it's, it's not undeserved, so get your kicks in while you can. I'm still gonna uh, help I don't you, think you know. I just... You gotta tell everyone everything at some point. There are some things that I would like to keep private, at least for a little bit. I, 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 I promise you that there is nothing... Nothing that I'm keeping to myself is, is endangering any of you in any form. I'm sorry about that before, like I said, but... I... The way that I know that my old crew is where they are. It's it's something that I just sort of want to process myself and for right now. But in time I will tell you. Yeah, that's fine. You're not wrong to say that. I gotta give you shit for it because we're friends, but you know, you're entitled to your secrets. Yes, I understand. Okay, let's Should we go let's shoot some bugs? Some bugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy. Arcane cannon <laughs> emerges in her tiny hand. You guys enter into the, it opens up. It It's not hollow, so to speak. There's still that honeycomb kind of sense. So what you're standing in is one of the cross sections of the head of the staff. So there's floor for you to walk on. It's cool. slightly curved, not so much so that there's going to be a like difficult terrain, but there's the sense that there is like, there's pockets in here and you're standing within one of them. And uh, why don't I just go ahead and show it to you on the map. This thing is going to look nasty, isn't it? It's going to look cool. Uh, No, it's not too nasty. Well, we both of our... Interesting. As you enter, you see there's that sense of, like, construction, but also of the arcane cliffs and everything. Uh, Danny, to, to both of you, I think there's an immediate understanding. You'll see here that there are multiple arcane circles spread throughout... Uh, some of them have these sort of red glowing runes inside of them. The red glowing rune symbolizes an error that is occurring. <laughs> there. That is that is you know that is something that needs to be adjusted. That needs to be fixed. Uh, which you can do from inside the space when you enter the space as the rune. Uh, however, you don't have time to really take in more than that and kind of get the lay of the land as you see from various like small holes, uh, nah. tiny to you, tiny beetles, and you get the sense you're like, oh, maybe like to Virla, this staff can innately enlarge insects. Maybe kind of that's where they come from. Is they're very, <laughs> they're kind of made by the staff and they're very small, and then when they emerge, they enlarge. So, you so see these us. tiny. 
what to us, what size are they? They are swarms still, so they're small okay. to you. Gotcha. Uh, they're bug-sized to the bugs. <laughs> bugs, beetles, just begin to swarm out. Uh, they all have the kind of glossy nature of like computer chip kind of looking on their on their hard shells and you know like blacks and golds and stuff uh and they angrily begin to buzz can i get everyone to roll and by everyone i mean you two to please roll initiative Heck yeah. yeah and the mana bane swarm is already mana bane. oh yes <laughs> i think this is my first natural 20 for initiative Whoa. you are in my domain insects. Ooh, you guys are insects first <laughs> Daniel at a natural 20. <laughs> Guys, let's smush some bugs as you see them emerge standing between you and the places you have to go. Virla, you are up first. What would you like to do? Okay. Um, I'll just sort of say, I can handle the swarms if you want to run points on the sigils. And I kind of point the, to I will say the... that the the arcane, the, uh, the errors that need to be purged uh, can be fixed with a tools check or with an arcana check of differing DCs, depending on what you use. All right. Uh, even so, I will... <sighs> they're not people. I can't hold person. Uh, they're, they're certainly not people. <laughs> okay. Virla's testing side is getting the better of him. And he was kind of curious about this when Maxim had said that he was going to shrink Virla. Virla's gonna try and shrink the swarm. <laughs> oh no! All right, you go ahead. What level, by the way, is shrink? And have you cast it yet? I have not. This is gonna be his first time. Uh, it's third level. Third level. You see, what is what does casting shrink look like? It is kind of long forgotten spell. So Danny's certainly never seen anyone cast it. There's uh, plenty of spells she's never seen anyone cast, but definitely she's never seen anyone cast it. Well, I guess the way that that's not true. Maxim yeah. going in, but he's <laughs> yeah. a sorcerer. Yeah. He, his his innate doing it is much different than Virla sort of accessing the program, mm -hmm. right? So, what does Virla's version of it look like? Yeah, I think a lot of Virla's actions, especially since being able to peer into the weave, um, <laughs> is is very literal. It's kind of becoming very literal, and so you can sort of see him sort of uh, sort of make a cup, cup his uh, hand, and then sort of make this sort of crushing motion as if he's like. Uh, like physically trying to like shrink some sort of hologram down. Um, Fantastic. You watch as and are you targeting swarm one, which is further away, or swarm two? I will start. I'll do swarm two. I'll do the one that's just closer to us. Fantastic. You target the one close to you. Press your hands in together as you unleash the spell on it. Uh, magic community. The mana bane swarm is immune to spells and other magical <laughs> effects. Fuck. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> does that this. mean like, but okay. like a spell that does like fire damage, for instance? Immune to spells. <laughs> well, all right, you guys have fun with that. <laughs> uh, question. All right. The Spitfire yeah. does magical damage, but is itself not a spell. Are they immune to that? Magical effects. Uh, so uh, you guess you'll find out if you want to try it. We... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna go and get to work on one of these sigils then. Uh, <laughs> I didn't shit. know who you were bringing. <laughs> just plan the encounter. <laughs> uh, I think I might have a dagger on me somewhere. Something on me dagger. I know. So I'll, you know, I'll maybe use, you just, just want to focus on fixing them. <laughs> I'll move 30 feet uh, closer to one of the further away uh, arcane sigils. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Good luck with that. <laughs> 
I forgot Amazing. that that's what Max. I thought that was the whole point of what Maxim was saying. Yeah, the whole point is Maxim can't do shit against them. That's why you said you can. <laughs> Danny, you're up. All right. Well, first I'm gonna use my movement to run over to one of the damaged uh, sigils, the ones close. So five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Alrighty. Uh, bonus action because the cannon's out, and I want to see what happens. I'm gonna fire the force ballista on the swarm number two. Uh, okay, go ahead, roll the hit. Yep. And this is to do... And the Force Blista is not a spell. It is, in fact, a constructed object. Um, that yeah. is a 22 to hit. Uh, that does hit. Okay. Now, when I'm rolling these 3d8, is it actually going to do anything? Or... <laughs> So, yes, I consider your, uh, much like a dragon's breath is not a, is magical in our sense of it couldn't really exist, but it's not magical in terms of D&D mechanics. I'm considering your, gun, your, um, sorry, your, what do you call it, your force, force ballista, ballista to be similar, that it is magically conjured, but, uh, still, uh, works, you know. Great, so that's 20 points of force damage, and it gets pushed, uh... <laughs> That's not too bad. Five feet Towards away. Towards me? Yes. Five feet away? Cool. <laughs> that was my bonus action. Um, for my action, Danny's in uh, investigate mode, so she's gonna whip out the Spitfire and take a pot shot at the same swarm and just see if it works. <laughs> okay. Uh, magical effects. It is the gun a magical effect? The gun itself is not. It's an item. It deals... Yeah, but it's powered by a dragon skill. It doesn't shoot bullets, it shoots necrotic energy. Uh, I'll, I'll allow it. Go ahead and roll your... Uh, it's a 17 to go hit. Go ahead and roll. 17 is going to hit. Okay. Uh, eight points of necrotic damage. Okay. And does that end your turn? Yep. Sweet. This one is going to go 5, 10, 15, 20 into your space. Hey. <laughs> hey. Uh, this one is going to go 5, 10, 15, 20. Go right there. Uh, and they are both going to attack you guys. First to Danny. Natural one. No. <laughs> you you say they come, they fly in, and you just whip out two guns <laughs> and just start shooting. Anyway, I started the blasting. The doesn't hurt them so much, but a huge force concussion just blasts a bunch of them away, and they can't really get a sting off like on you. Like a bug right, on a windshield that goes space. flying into another wall. My original plan was use wind wall to just bug at a windshield all of them, but that's a magical effect. That's a spell, so they would, they'd be immune to it. Is the yeah, thing. they would fly through that. Yeah. They'd eat it. Uh, does Take a 15 hit Virla? Um, yes, but if I cast shield... <laughs> Wait, can they eat can that they too? Eat shield? That, that's the thing, like, it ignores, well, uh, it ignores spells? Uh, they or... ignore spell effects, so yeah, they're gonna ignore your shield. Oh, okay, baby. Yeah, I'll, I'll still have cast it anyway. We're testing. We are, we are experimenting. <laughs> and I'm cool. still in control of this situation. It's scientific inquiry. <laughs> As long as I write it down, it's <laughs> it's, it's it's meaningful data. You take uh oh, I already lost my count. Give me a sec. Oh baby, it's not that high. I just Austin was stupid. Uh, th thirteen points of piercing damage. Ow! Ah! Could I get could I get you to make a dexterity saving throw for me? 
<laughs> He's not great at that either. Yes, yeah, sure. It's not that high for these things. I believe it is a, just a just a thirteen. Yeah. Uh, thirteen is a failure. You watch as a few of them get into one of your potions of healing, and hey. just they don't even they don't like destroy the vial or drink the liquid. You just watch as the vaguely glowing red liquid turns to a dull gray as they completely sap the magic from it. You can hey. go ahead and remove one of your potions of healing from your inventory. Oh hey, god! Hey. Oh no! The ring of water walking. Virla, <laughs> uh, can I get you to make a charisma saving throw for me? Are you kidding me, man? What a rain of force. Now I'm so worried about what our fight's gonna look like. Uh, nine. Uh, uh, roll a d4 for me. Sure. You are 35 feet away from you. me. I cannot give you a flash of genius. Two. Uh, uh, you lose a second level spell slot. <gasps> okay, sure. <laughs> I was so worried it was gonna go after one of your magic items. Man, all right, so that ends both their turns, cool. Beerla, it's your turn. You gotta fix these sigils. <laughs> you gotta fix these sigils like fast. Why do you? Maxim. Uh, I love this fight. A little Wait. warning next time. Should I be concerned <laughs> that Maxim has created creatures like that are so well tailored against Beerla? <laughs> well, what they're well tailored against is Maxim, because he was making them. A Duh. bunch of them became a. He was basically like a. Um, he was an antibiotic. <laughs> you they know, in the body. And a bunch and a couple of them became Maxim resistant. God. Yeah. Damn it, Maxim. But nothing's right. prepared for Danny. <laughs> I will say, I think I I will say because I don't know this yeah, might seem that. intuitive to your characters, even though it's not clear to you guys. Their speed is not fast. They used all of the speed they have mm -hmm. to get to you guys, just twenty feet. So the same way you can tell when Kiana only goes like thirty feet that she still has a lot more in her when she yeah. stops, you can tell these guys went twenty feet and that was everything they had. <laughs> okay. That's it, baby. Um I'm just gonna dash. Uh, towards uh, the next closest uh, sort of arcane error. Uh, okay. It's not enough for me to get there, but I think I guess if I if they take attacks of opportunity, then then. Uh, well, you still have an action if you you can either disengage to prevent attack of opportunity, true, or you can dash to actually make it to the cliff. I mean, I'll, I'll still make it there on my next thing movement, so. Oh, yeah, but you can action. make it there now. Uh, you know, you you have an action, or you could dodge, so they have disadvantage to hit you. Like it's you know, you yeah, have things that's you can right. Do with your we, action, we should don't don't waste it just because you can't. Yeah, you're spells. right. You're right. Yeah, um, I will take He's an action to so dodge, much. and I need to actually read what that does again because I haven't done that ever. For what <laughs> dodge action? Attacks yeah. against you have disadvantage. They have dis okay. attacks against you have disadvantage until the start of your next turn, I think. So okay. uh, this so they'll make an attack of opportunity against you at disadvantage. Sure. As you dodge and run away, ah. uh, only an eleven, so they're gonna miss. Okay, oh, fuck you. <laughs> You've uh, yeah. flourished your your cloak. <laughs> I just do get these bugs. My my yeah. yeah my 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 dodging is just me wrapping my scarf around my face <laughs> like a mask. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Going Naruto mode. Yeah. All right. Uh, cool. Many bonus action. Uh, I mean, I can get Bing out, but that's not really gonna do anything. They're gonna eat Bing. They're gonna eat him alive. You, maybe you yeah. can lure them away with Bing. <laughs> Sometimes love a combat. I have one track of music designated as the Goofy Combat track, and sometimes we have one where I'm like, oh, I know I'm gonna exactly what track I'm gonna be. Using. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a Goofy Combat. Danny, speaking of, you're up. 
Uh, I'm going to cast Vortex Warp on Virla and send him over to the farthest away glowing rune to get him out of the way oh, of sure. the bugs and also to this bad boy. Um, Sweet. What? You don't have to make... You can choose to fail to save against it. Virla! Huh? You're going for a ride! <laughs> okay, I accept this willingly. <laughs> you feel the horrible sensation of being compressed and then expanded rapidly and almost simultaneously <laughs> as space just shunts around you and you stumble forward into the space Danny sent you to. Mm-hmm. That's what has Virla done to you, DM, to make him deserve this abuse <laughs> over the last couple episodes? Virla's going to get a dope-ass magic staff out of it. I got a... I got a <laughs> I got a mock up all I can. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that's your action or bonus action? Yep, action. Uh, I'm gonna. Because cool. th- they're on me right now is the thing, right? Yeah, they occupy your space. They're not grappling you, so you could, like, run away from them, but they're in your five feet. They're, they're, they're tiny. They can get in your space. Just for the logistics of how to use the Force Ballista as a bonus action, like, I would have to step out of their space, right? Uh, Yeah, you'd have to. You're gonna have dis. You could shoot at them, but it's just like being within five feet of them. You have disadvantage to shoot them. So you could step away, at which point they will get an attack opportunity. I'm going to take the disadvantage and just see. It's a 12 and a 9 plus 8. So that is a 17 to hit. 17 will hit. That's a still pretty decent roll. Uh, 14 points of force damage, and they are pushed five feet away. Okay. <laughs> you just point down, and <laughs> a bunch of them just blast backwards. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how's it going, Virla? And that'll end my turn. <laughs> uh, it will end your turn. It'll start the Mana Bane Swarm's turn. Okay, so this one, let's see, Intelligence, one. Mana this bane. one's going to chase Virla. <laughs> it's a Bane to Mana. Oh, wow. We use that. This wow. one will will re-enter your space and attack you, Danny. Go for it, you little bitch. Come on, natural 20, the natural 20. Bitches. Are you kidding me? Uh, does a 17 hit Danny? It does, and because shield would do nothing, I will have to just take this Correct. hit. <laughs> okay. Oh, it is at half, it's below half hit points, so it's half damage. Yes. Uh, nine points of piercing damage. Okay. Deck save, please. That's a 17. Uh, you manage to avoid that. You see them start to go for one of your potions, and no, you no, manage no, no, to, no, like, no, no. push them away. Uh, charisma <laughs> save, please. Four. Uh, roll a d4. This is not good. Four. You lose a fourth level spell slot. I don't have, Do you have those? fourth Ooh. level spells. Then you lose the next highest, so you lose a third. <laughs> Thwarted through not being that good of a spellcaster. That's fine. Uh, cool. Yeah, you lose a spell slot, and that ends their turn. Virla, you're up. I analyze. <laughs> All right, go ahead and make me an arcana check. Okay. Natural 18 plus 8 makes 26. Solid. 26 is a success. It is not an easy check, but you did clear it. Uh, okay. You see there are there's pl- things that need to be realigned. There's arcane writing that needs to be realigned. Some of it needs to be shifted. How does Virla go about, in what, what flavorful way does Virla, you know, kind of write over the program the coding here that needs to be written over um i mean he'll, he'll start by readjusting things where they can um mm-hmm. and you rotate some discs yeah survivor style uh, mm-hmm. yeah exactly and there's puzzles there's bugs it's much it's very much like survivor <laughs> 
I guess I guess what he'll Someone's just do. Someone's lying is, to someone else. <laughs> I think I, I don't know why, but I'm imagining like the the action that one would do when they're performing CPR. Uh, so just like one like two, one hand over the other, just one like pump downward uh, <laughs> as he just I don't know reimbues the sigil with arcane energy. You get everything back in line, and you start to see where the twisted knots of the weave are starting to fix themselves here. And then with one push, everything snaps into place. You see the red light fades. I can't do it on the map, unfortunately, but the red light fades. And you have solved one of the uh, one of the challenges of this room. Woo-hoo. There are two more uh, to go. I'll say, uh, I got one. How are you doing, Danny? And that's my turn. <laughs> I'm all right. <laughs> all right. Danny, as you say, you're all right. What would you like to do? Use my bonus action to fire at the swarm at disadvantage again. That's on me. Okay. Okay. An 11 and a 13. So that is a... Yeah, that's going to hit. Yep, plus eight. So it's 20 points of force damage and they get pushed five feet away. How do you kill him, Danny? Uh, Danny, yeah. like, because they're, like, swarming around her, so she just, like, drops to the floor and then shoots up at them, and I imagine they just <laughs> kind of, like, disperse in every single direction. <laughs> like a big... More or less, they all go shattering apart wings and legs and stuff go in all different directions. Uh, I, th- I think that there's a sense here, it's never been clear before, because you don't usually shoot at swarms of things, you shoot at creatures and they hit, but there's the sense that it's, like, a concussive, like blast outwards it's not just like a bullet punching it's kind of like hits and then it can co- it moves in and then force detonates out and that's why it's been devastating these flying creatures so badly as opposed to like if you were shooting actual just arrows at them <laughs> and you could presumably only maybe hit a few at a time yeah and then i'm just gonna like literally roll over onto my stomach and like kid it like girl in a sleepover hands on the <laughs> chin like look at the little sigil next to me and sigil next to me and try and figure out what's wrong with it <laughs> For my action. Aww. All right, your dear diary. <laughs> yeah, we're all it. fucked up now. Uh, go ahead and roll either an Arcana or a uh, Tinker's Tools check. Uh, I will do Tools because I get four more. I know you will. <laughs> Natural nineteen plus twelve, oh. so that's gonna be <laughs> thirty-one. Thirty-one. <laughs> thirty-one. Yeah. Holy shit. Smoke what, this bitch. what is the most nonchalant way to fix this problem to Danny? Because that's what needs to be done. Uh, beep boop. Just tap on two parts, and then it lights up correctly. <laughs> <laughs> Maxim was that close. He was that close. Amazing. In one round, two of them done. Uh, and only one swarm left, whose turn it is. Uh, he's going to go 5, 10, like, I loosened it up for her. Uh, 20. He's going to dash into Veerless space. <laughs> More bugs on you, my friend. Veerless, it is your turn. Talk is a free action, right, DM? <laughs> Danny! Yeah, can you Dan- do another Vortex Warp? I was planning to! <laughs> okay, I will hold my action to uh, assess and analyze the sigil in- until after Danny Vortex Warps me. There we go. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Teamwork. Danny, this is, like, there's not many people in this combat. This is all happening pretty fast. You, you're like, you shout out to her. Danny, you immediately can cast the spell yeah, if you'd like. Yeah, I'm gonna m- use my movement up. first, so Danny's gonna, like, run... 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. That's it, right? Um, and then just, it's all in range. It's 90 feet. But then, like, as I'm skidding to a stop in that spot, Danny reaches out the Baronium Fluctuator and fires off a Vortex Warp and sends Virla right to the other sigil. 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 Yeah. <laughs> we're having the opposite problem yep. that Mercer's having. <laughs> Actually, no, we're Ooh, having the exact problem teleport. that Mercer's having. 
You teleport yeah. right there, and you have a held action if you'd like to make an Arcana check. I would love to do that. No, actually, I'd like <laughs> to make a tools check. <sighs> Fuck me. No. 12. Sorry, man. 12 is not enough. Uh, this Sorry. one is larger than the others and a little bit more complicated. You you get the sense that there's, like, you understand what to do, but it's more complicated than you're going to be able to do in this action as you just start, like, piecing things together. Yep. All right. Does okay. that end your turn, Danny? Nope. Yeah. My bonus action, I will fire the Force Blitzer at the swarm that Virla left behind. <laughs> Fantastic. That's a natural 20. Let's go. I don't think okay. it's possible for you to one-shot this, but... So 3d8 you plus 4. You them all on the arrow Robin Hood style. We've well, been in Mechanist this whole time. Bases. Should we have been doing... Oh, my God. damage. You know what? You know what? Uh, rules are different within the staff. I forget this all the time. <laughs> are you... Are you, pull, are you pulling fucking Quantum Realm rules? Quantum Realm rules differently here. Yep. <laughs> this is pretty big damage, Austin. I'm sorry, are you ready? <laughs> wow, between that and the, the audience is so mad. What you have to understand is that I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was sick all the time. I'm defense. still sick now. In yeah. my defense, in my defense so I want a nap. <laughs> Going on vacation next I'm week. I'm sleepy. <laughs> so the Force Ballista does 3d8 plus 4. So for a crit, that's 28 base. Plus Correct. The rolled three d eight, which is so forty eight total force damage. <laughs> you didn't kill this thing in one <laughs> shot, but you all but killed this thing in one shot. What does that look like? Uh, Danny, as she's getting to a spot, vortex warp on the one hand, then like underneath the other elbow, just points the force blister while looking at where Virla went, and be like, "You got that one, buddy!" And it just fires off, and these bugs also just like <laughs> scatter. <laughs> I'm so happy this is happening. Yeah, also, uh, you're real fucked. If like we get out and Virla casts Insect Swarm and it's just like <laughs> one dead, bug, like, dismembered legs and wings. <laughs> no, <left>. no. <laughs> Insect Swarm is just one big bug. <laughs> Virla can no longer cast Vortex uh, the or cast the swarm around Danny because all the bugs inside of it refuse to come out. <laughs> but, mm -mm, not that yeah. lady. Mm -mm. <laughs> the uh, the combat quickly coming to a close because it makes it becomes pretty clear Danny's going to be able to deal with this before it becomes too much of a problem. Mm -hmm. uh, Virla, if you'd like to go ahead and make one last Arcana check. I'll do it again. Okay, uh, a little bit better. 22? 22 is actually what you needed with the lower DC. Uh, you just make it. Uh, awesome. your, your, your using it didn't meet the DC, but you lowered the DC. Each time you fail, you lower the DC oh, sure. on the unsolving it because... Uh, you know how to fix these problems, but this is a test of can you do it quickly, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, each success is not a, or each failure is not a complete failure. Is a long. Anyway, you, uh, <laughs> this one was big, but uh, bugs behind you buzzing angrily and then much less loudly <laughs> a moment later. You turn, click, push down. You watch the faint glow of the weave move away as the red dies down. And uh, yeah, your your task is done. The walls begin to hum a little bit, perhaps with swarming insects, but <laughs> unclear if you want to hang around to find out. Uh, is there anything that I could like, because looking at all these sickles in the ground, is there any way Danny could maybe make an improvement to the staff <laughs> while we're in here? Oh, please, wow. oh, please, DM. Uh. I have a specific thing in mind I would like to try and program in that I think Danny would have an expertise in. 
What would you like to do? Because we'll, we'll discern if it's possible and how you'd have to do it. Similar yeah, to how list. the Force Ballista and the other Eldritch Cannons now have the self-destruct capability, I think it'd be really cool to give the big bugs the ability to, as the nuclear option, self-destruct. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Uh, Do some shrapnel damage. <laughs> <laughs> you turn, you look down at the that the place on your feet. Go ahead, make me. It's it's not going to be exactly like that. Sure. But moving towards something like that, go ahead, make me. Because it's a thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's not a thirty because it's a thing that your cannons can do. You know how to make them do that. So go ahead and make me a tools check DC 28 okay. to get this done in six <laughs> seconds. <laughs> I rolled a natural 15 plus 12. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's 27. Plus my flash of genius, flash of genius. because of a magical object. This is exactly what artificers are for, improving is, yeah. magical this artifacts. This is your job. Mm-hmm. This is what I mm-hmm. do. This is Danny's Bed and brother, Be- bread and butter. Bed. Bread and brother. <laughs> yeah. I don't have my, my brother. My, my bed and brother. Uh, uh, yeah. What does Danny have? Something sharp on her? Uh, I have a dagger in the bag of holding. I was looking you through just, when we had learned there was no magical effects available here. How, would yeah. you use the dagger? Would you use one of your magic, or like maybe maybe use the um uh the uh. The baronium fluctuator. Yeah, surely uh, got to, like a chisel or something. To sure. like, yeah, carve in new stuff into the <laughs> Danny yeah, flips was around. <laughs> little laser, <laughs> little laser engraver, and you like add some stuff, shift something, and uh, yeah, you're gonna get out of here. You already, Vila? Yeah, I don't really want to. I'm, I'm just going to, and then I'm just gonna go like go to go to Danny. I'm gonna grab her, and I'm gonna make it clear that uh, I'm dimension I'm just dimension dooring out of there. I don't I want There is one turn where the mana bane swarm has one, five, ten, fifteen, sure. twenty. Five. It it dashes to get in range of you. It's gonna take one attack at you as you run away. Yeah, come on, bitch. If you're fine with that. <laughs> yeah. And then yes, you can dimension door out of the staff onto the table if you'd like. But we'll match. Oh, so that's notice? a natural three. Okay, ah. awesome. Just like yeah. one you... little bug left from the force ballista shot. <laughs> yeah, they're 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 not flying good anymore. But that's the apex. That's that's the alpha there. You know, it's the queen you know that, bee. That's how that's how bugs work. They have alphas. Yeah. Yeah. You know that one yeah. fucked up key in uh in uh the the challenge to get to uh the mirror of Erised? That's oh, just yeah. flying. Sure. They're they're that's all the like that now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, you guys. Teleport to the table. Uh, noticing you reappear, Maxim releases his concentration. You step off as you both grow. Um, he looks at you. He says, "That was unexpectedly fast." Yeah, it's easy when you know what you're doing. Oh my god! I, I, I'm, I'm with her on this one, actually. <laughs> <laughs> my apologies. I've put much work into it, but it's far from my domain of expertise. It looked like you were having fun with it. It's okay. (laughs) He goes, uh, picks it up, says, I believe this is yours. Passes it to Vila. 
At last. So now my right arm is my complete arm is again. Complete. My arm is complete. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Bunch of theater oh, kids. What are we doing yes. here? Yes. Oh, I love a good musical reference. Uh, so, Virla, if you'd like to go ahead, go into your character sheet, and sure. you can search uh, improved staff of the clockwork swarm. Dang, all right. Not to be confused with Danny's improved clock staff of the clockwork swarm, which I assume is TV. Uh, it is... As a result, it is not finished, and I will add in the last feature, but I'll, I'll tell you what it works, because I know how it works. Um, Yo! Okay! That's uh, so, pretty cool! <laughs> do you want to read it, or should I? Yeah, so there, there, there's the old classics. While holding the staff, you can use an action to expend some of its charges to cast one of the following spells from it using your um, spell safety DC. The classics, Giant Insect, or Insect Plague. You can also cast the spell Polymorph on yourself, transforming into a giant dragonfly Ooh. or spider while retaining your wisdom, intelligence, and charisma st- scores. Nice. Can you cast spells when that happens? Uh, uh, he cannot cast spells, but like a druid wild shaping, he retains intelligence, wisdom, and charisma, so he doesn't become like a dumb thing. The giant dragonfly is a large creature, so it can carry creatures on its back. The spider <laughs> is a, like if you want it to be like stealthy. Uh, as well, I don't know if it automatic. I'll have to double check and make sure it worked. But the staff should also uh, it also functions as a plus one staff to your oh, sure. spell attack and save DC. Oh, awesome. nice! nice. Uh, and finally, thanks to Danny, <laughs> yeah. uh, should you choose the nuclear option, the staff will function much the same way as the staff of the Magi when you snap it over your knee, which would destroy oh. the staff, but. Really, really uh, powerful blast. To pay. Yeah, nice. it's a little nuclear blast. You gave so, me. A, you gave me a big red button. <laughs> yeah, there'd probably be like a big button on it. <laughs> a um, big red candy-like button. That's pretty cool. And with that's that, awesome. <laughs> as you pick it up and you see it, be, it, you feel it hum to life in your hand. Let's cut back to Limbo. Ooh. Ah, here we go. Yeah, boy. As you travel through, uh, you leave out of a different door than you entered, and Enoch explains essentially that what he just to follow him and focus on manifesting ground beneath your feet. If you stay close to him, he's very practiced at it, and he can successfully each round manifest stone. Uh, but it does disappear as he walks by, so he has like a like a ten foot radius basically that mm-hmm. he can affect. Um, very cool. As you I guys want to travel, practice manifesting other stuff while he's doing that. <laughs> yeah, you totally can. So I'll actually let you know, because uh, he'll explain this, you know, in his terms, but rules for the world. Um, you can make wisdom checks to affect your surroundings. Uh, you can move objects with your mind um, uh, up to like 30 feet at a time. The amount that you can move them is based on their size, so it's very it's a very low DC to move a tiny object around. It's a very high DC if you want to like hurl a boulder. Uh, you can also alter the anything that is uh, a native, non-magical element, so to speak. So like the for example, the environment doesn't make your clothes suddenly turn into like you know diamonds, mm. but other stuff you can it you can alter with your mind so the amount that you can affect uh, Enoch refers to as a sphere of influence and it is proportional based on your wisdom score uh, as you go along uh, Enoch actually does note Kiana with your 20 wisdom you are able to 
not permanently, but for a long duration, affect objects. If you remember when you jumped off before and left mm -hmm. that stone, it stayed a stone, that like small radius around you. Whereas as Enoch walks and you walk with him, the, you know, the ground disappears as he walks through space. So he, you know, it, there's a note of the power of your wisdom right. and your ability to, for 24 hours, affix things in place in the chaos of limbo. I think I'm leaving a little trail of like stone animals <laughs> that I've seen Finbar turn into. I'm <laughs> just like envisioning in my mind. <laughs> Very good. And like some kind of bad swords and like, <laughs> you know, like an ax, because I've seen a great ax once, but it doesn't look <laughs> right at all. <laughs> there is a sense to it that it's like, yeah, your understanding affects it. It's possible to create like an Escher chair that is, you don't really fully realize the chair, so it exists, and then when you try to sit on it, it kind of like falls backwards because it doesn't, you know, really work. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's, de it's definitely possible to do stuff like that. So yeah, like an an axe that is, it looks normal. Then when you turn it, you realize the blade is like two dimensional, so, so it doesn't really, <laughs> doesn't really work. So that one's uh, drifting away. <laughs> Finbar's imagining like pots, pans, plates that he's uh, gently stepping on top of. What? <laughs> yep, you can do that as you go. Oh. The pots and pans disappear behind you. Nice. I guess, like, obvious question. If you shape something in limbo, can you take it with you into the material plane or out of limbo, or? Uh, you ask Enoch, and yeah. Enoch will explain to you that, uh, no, sadly, things that are created from the mind within limbo are destroyed in one way or another. It's difficult to predict exactly, but... Yeah, that makes sense. Leaving, leaving chaos does not serve them well. Mm. After you travel for a little bit and walk, and uh, eventually you come to... He kind of stops you and he points over, and you see that, indeed, after like 30 seconds of witnessing, there is this rock that is unchanging that's kind of floating through. Okay. And he'll say, The elemental chaos has a habit of thrusting pieces of itself here. They make for... Stable would be an exaggeration of it, but they make for semi-comparably stable environments on which the various um, rapidly changing uh, facets of Limbo can affix itself. It means that if our plant is to be found here, found anywhere, it would be here. However, it also tends to draw in other denizens, since it is a like a, a foreign body within the body of limbo, uh, it's a it's a resting state, and so creatures of chaos are drawn here because it is um, against the very nature of the place, and creatures that are not of chaos are drawn here because it is stable for them to rest on. So prepare yourselves for whatever may be waiting. Alrighty. Yeah. I was wondering where the critters were. We are lucky that we have not run into any so far. Limbo is not a kind place to beings not born of the chaos. Alrighty, then I'm going to start off by popping out the arms and visage of the astral self. I'm going to assume visage. we had a short rest in here, so I, I yeah, got you could have taken a short back. rest before you left. <laughs> Roger, uh, Roger. Also you heal some of the, those hit points. Oh yeah, let me just real quick do that. Yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> I'm not too terribly concerned about that. 
Uh, well, I was on fire, you know. I was you were a, on I was fire a little, a little bit, bit concerned. Um. <laughs> yeah, Enoch creates some steps for you to get up to it, and you guys step up your uh, onto the, the the surface of the rock here, onto grass and moss that's growing on it, kind of like waving crazily in the not quite wind that is just the like weird shifting of this place. Kiana, your arms and face come up. Finbar, is there anything you would like to prepare? Um, no, not particularly. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll take the whip out automatically. Cool. Uh, yeah. Enoch just sort of squares up because <laughs> he doesn't have anything to prepare. I will explain. You guys look out and you see there's multiple kind of pieces here that are strung together by these thick vines. Uh, and Enoch points, of course, on the opposite side, you see there is a small tree sort of uh, golden little bits of motes of light drifting off of it it's sort of like the the, the intensity of it changes and you see Mm -hmm. the tree is it's like it's it's weird it's a weird obstacle illusion it looks like it's growing but no matter how long you stare at it it doesn't get any bigger it just looks like the bark is continuing like the tree is growing upwards there's movement like from mm-hmm. the bottom to the top of like the tree is growing the bark is moving uh and yet it never grows and it's only about like i don't know a foot and a half tall maybe from you know roots to, to top it's a little tree growing uh far out he points across he says therein lies the key to your escape should you go on this journey um he begins to step forward and there's a shutter you watch as on the platform here uh, from the grass a pool of water trips up like a reverse drop until it comes back down and settles into a kind of like humanoid shape water beginning to like whirlwind whirlpool through it Uh, and you watch as from the ground uh, like a little bit off to the side of that the rock kind of like folds up folds in as it does it shifts from looking like stone to looking like kind of weird silvery metal but it glares pink and purple as it changes and inside you see like fire start to roil and spark uh and these two elementals are guarding the elemental loci can i have you guys please roll initiative okay danny asked for some goop (laughs) perfect i did ask for some goop of course let me go ahead and add Finbar to this map, uh, and I'll show you guys yeah. where you're at. You can see across the map is the tree, and the water elemental and the Kamburu are standing between you and your goal. <laughs> no, that was last year. <laughs> yeah, the kombucha stand. Yeah. I've drunk kombucha once and never again. I don't trust like that. I've never had any, but it seems gross. So It's very gross. And it doesn't state that it's alcoholic, but you can tell because it's disgusting. I thought you could tell from the fact that it's kombucha, and I didn't need anyone to tell me that rum was alcoholic. There's a joke in the Glass Onion movie that came out uh, recently. That um, (laughs) Not recently at the time of the release of this episode, but you guys get what I mean. Jared Leto's kombucha. Not not the reason of the recording of this episode. Yes, well, I was not born with innate knowledge of what kombucha was so <laughs> I had to find out that it was alcoholic. Anyway. And Enoch goes at nineteen. He actually rolled pretty well. Alright. We got an eighteen for Kiana and Finbar, what'd you roll? A six. Six. <laughs> right Finbar down Yay. the bottom. Yep. Alright. 
Everyone is. And it's actually already in uh Yeah. In order. So we are going to start with the Kamburu. You watch as this weird kind of like shimmering fire metal elemental, it's difficult to, to say for certain, uh, walks up. <laughs> and it has a speed of 50. Sweet. It's very fast. Holy. So it's going to go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Going to roll up into melee of all of you guys. And it is we got going some to... Oh, I'm, excuse me. Sorry, new monster, who's this? It's not even going to do that. It's <laughs> going to stay exactly back where it was, and it's going to use a volatile burst. Oh. So it launches three, uh, a hailstorm of explosive projectiles. Uh, they overlap the radius. You're each going to just get hit with one, but it launches three that come, like, two, like one on either side, kind of one behind you. Um, and just these weird sulfuric explosions go outward. I need everyone to please make a dexterity saving throw. Okay, here we go. How about a natty 20? All right, that's safe. I uh, would 11. hope so. 11 is a fail, and Enoch does save. So on a failed save, you take uh, you take 26 points of fire damage. Cool. I will um, absorb elements. You watch the elements absorb into you. Uh, Kiana, you take none. Enoch succeeded, so he's going to take half. On a nat 20, can I get uh, I, points I will back? use uh, a third level no. spell slot to absorb elements. Okay. Amazing. Uh, it does that. It just like from its chest, these things launch. And you, uh, you know, uh, Kiana flips, dodges out of the way. Enoch <laughs> as well. He still gets kind of scalded. Finbar, you take the brunt, put your hands together and suck in some of the flame. Could I get you to roll a d20 as well? Oh. Okay. Uh... Uh, that's a natural 11. Uh, that is under your spellcasting modifier. So you're good. Oh, mm. how interesting. I wonder cool. what that means. So that was the entire turn of the Kamburu. It's going to be the water elemental's turn now. He does not have range of 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. He'll roll up into you guys. In fact, he can actually occupy your space, I'm pretty sure. Hey, so. hey. <laughs> Uh, don't do that. Yeah, he's going to do that. Actually, he's invading he's my to... personal bubble, you could say. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's going to roll Sphere up. Of cool. <laughs> could I get Kiana and Finbar to please make strength save throws? Strength? Oh, oh, wait a minute, but I can use my, because I have the arms. I can do you can the use wisdom. your wisdom in this, yes. Good. Oh, weird, wacky mechanic. Oh, wait a minute. Actually, my, my strength save. Okay, so Austin, you're I have just proficiency. trying to drown Kiana. What the hell? Yeah. I have a proficiency in my out. strength save, <laughs> so if I use my wisdom instead, does that proficiency... Mm -hmm. It does. So okay. you're adding five from your wisdom and not, sorry, five from your wisdom and four from your proficiency. So, so nine, nine yeah. <laughs> Which is good, because that makes this an 18. Okay, an 18 succeeds. Uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20 succeeds. So, yeah, so I guess you take no damage. You're just pushed out of its space. Uh, so you're both pushed backwards. Five feet towards the edge. Oh. Mm -hmm. That's okay. There's no gravity in this dimension. And that is the end of the water elemental's turn. Uh, Enoch. Enoch is going to look to you, Kiana. He's insightful enough. Are you going to fight or are you going to run for the plant? Because he's going to do the thing you're not going to do. 
Oh, I'm gonna fight. Heck okay, yeah. so he'll he'll just. I have run to one v one a Gith Yankee in like three days. Of course, I'm gonna fight. <laughs> Try to get that level up, man. <laughs> I gotta get that level up, man. <laughs> uh, he will cast jump on himself so that he can make the upcoming jump, and he will Cast run thirty what kind feet. Kind of multicast is this? Five. 10, 15, 20, 25. I love how every 30. time we count by fives, I can just hear the school of rock. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. 20, 20, 30, 30 35, 40. Uh, it's, for me, it's the threes. 3, 6, 9. I always remember that one. Uh, oh, yeah. He casts jump himself the... as an action. He runs. He's going to get an attack opportunity from the thing, uh, which rolls a natural 17. That's going to hit. Enoch, no. They ta- he takes... Ooh, nasty. Enoch, no. Enoch. We have to stop meeting like this. Fifteen fifteen points of bludgeoning damage, Jesus. Come on, man. What do you have against my mentors? He's not doing doing crazy hot right now. And that brings us to Kiana. Kiana, what would you like to do? Uh I would like to uh reconnect with the server so I can actually move slash do anything. (laughs) Just a second, thank you. No. That's to reconnect. Crazy. Okay, there we go. You know, all right, well, the water elemental's all up in our biz. <laughs> keep there is a water elemental all up in the biz. Well, you know what I love? I love flanking with advantage, so I'm just going to... Tasty. 5, 10, 15, and now I'm going to punch it. <laughs> Attack number one. Get that good dice clatter in there. Hacha! I'll have to leave that in Ooh. now. Delicious. Uh, yeah, that's a 28 to hit. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, yep, that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Plus five. That's only six force damage, though. Uh, second attack. Ooh. <laughs> that's a 12 to hit. I rolled two uh, that will threes. Not. Yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, I'm going to spend... What's that thing I can do? Oh. Uh... I'm gonna spend two key points to push that up to uh, a, a 16? 16. Yeah. 16 hits. Yeah. Uh, just a second. Where are my key points? Oh, my character sheet's getting so long. Okay, there <laughs> oh we go. no. I, I, I have I said, too many yeah, options. I, and I don't the, even the have a spell live list. Chat. Uh, <laughs> oh, Kiana has an extremely robust, complicated character sheet. That's seven points of force damage this time. <laughs> All right. Oh. Oh, I just got an idea. Uh, you start throwing fists into water. Can I? Oh, I don't know if I'd be allowed to do that, actually. Hmm. But it would be cool. Uh, that was So that was my action and my movement, or at least some of my movement. Can I use my yes. bonus action to imagine, like, a, a, a longsword? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's usually... You know what? Go ahead and roll me a wisdom check. It's supposed to be an action, but uh, I'll allow a bonus action... Because stuff is wibbly wobbly here, but go ahead and throw me. Throw me a a normal wisdom check. Uh, Yeah. And I don't believe I get advantage on these, but no. Ooh. Uh, Well, that's a twenty-one. Yes, that is enough. Uh, You concentrate and manifest a long sword. Appears in your normal flesh hands. Cool. You Uh, can't can't use. I don't think you can use long sword with big. <laughs> like a little sparkle hands. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so that's gonna be 
the end of my turn, although I do have a question later if I can use this as a monk weapon, because that's a thing I could do if I'd attuned to it with a short rest, but we're in limbo and it's cool? I don't know. Um, it's... You don't need to worry about using it as a monk weapon because you the, the reasons being that you can use your wisdom in place of your strength attacks. So oh. it's using your wisdom instead of your dex, which is what the monk weapon would do for you, is using your dex. Oh. And monk weapon also lets it be a d6 damage if it was lower, but it's not. It's a d8 or a d10, depending on how many hands you're using. So, oh, how exciting. Uh, you, you don't have to worry about it, actually. Really? That's so, so fun. Yes. I'm getting in the practice. Nice. I'm learning so much. Fantastic. Hours. Uh, <laughs> cool. The uh, elementals are going to take their reactivity. Which is like a reaction, but it's they're reactive. Uh -huh. The Kaburu, which is uh, like made of combustible metals, and the water elemental, each creature uh, within 30... F oh, let's see. He didn't actually position himself very... Yeah, okay. There's two of them. Each mm. creature within 30 feet of the Kaburu uh, must make a DC 15 deck save as uh, water that just appears in the atmosphere forms around it and causes it to spark. So Kiana Whoa. and Enoch are both going to make deck saves. DC which? Actually, you know what? I'll just roll it and you can tell me. 15. <laughs> uh, 23. <laughs> okay, go. so you take no damage. Enoch also succeeds, so he's going to take half damage. <laughs> you got to stop pummeling my mentor. <laughs> you know, I didn't really expect this to be the, the way it went down, but uh, <laughs> he takes nine half down to four lightning damage, I think it is. Yep, lightning damage. He has 18 hit points left. Okay. Bro, come on, man. And that is Finbar's turn. Uh, okay. Um, I, I'm going to look at Enoch and um, say, uh, okay, buddy, you, you got to slow yourself down over here. Um, uh, Kiana, you got you got this one? I got this one. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to use uh, my action um, to make one attack at advantage. Um, okay. On this water elemental. Dirty 20. Nice. Dirty 20 is going to hit. 20 points total. Damn, not too bad. Ooh. Hey. Um, oh, wait, hold on. Uh, piercing from non-magical attacks. Okay, nope, your attack goes through. Uh, okay. Um, and then uh, bonus action, I will Just a activate. Just huge arm cuts through. Steam rises off. <laughs> yeah, bonus action, I will activate um, aura of uh, vitality. Um, yes. Uh, so as the steam um, sort of settles off of um, this water elemental, it starts swirling around me and then it turns into, um, I guess, glowing light. Um, and I'm going to start heading towards Enoch uh, to pump some heals into him. Okay. Perfect. Does he take heals now or no? No, no. Okay. Let's see if the Kaburu gets his recharge back. He does not. So he is going to just uh, come, come. He's going, he's going to punch. He's going to punch? Going punch? You don't say. He's going to walk punch. up into here, and he's going to aim one attack at each of you because he's a big, dumb, living metal. How the Kumburo got his groove back. <laughs> All right. Against, oh, you know what? I got to declare before I roll. Against uh, <laughs> Finbar. Uh, it will do Enoch first, then Finbar. Okay. Bro. Cox. Natural one for Enoch. Oh, ho, ho. Enoch. Enoch may not be very tough, but he is pretty skilled. And so you see 
as he was coming in, the Kaburu comes and just swings with like an unpracticed huge claw hand thing of like shredded metal and he limpos underneath uh, and keeps running. Finbar, the second attack is coming on you. Up. Uh, nine. Not That's a miss. Oh, okay. Um, okay, yeah. I just batted away with the shield. <laughs> nice. Alright. Boom. Sparks fly as it touches the metal. Like, there's a weird reaction going on. And that ends its turn. Water Elemental is just going to... Uh, it's going to see if it can get its realm back. It does not. It'll take two attacks on Kiana. Hmm. Okay, so a 17 and a 19 to hit. 17 will not. 19 will. Cool. So it gets one hit in. You take uh, 15 points of bludgeoning damage. Cool. And oh, Finbar, you cast a spell on your last turn, right? Yes. Roll a d20 for me. Um, eight. Cool, you're good. Okay, be careful casting spells. I don't want to know what this does. <laughs> Enoch's turn. Enoch is not doing well enough to tank a hit from this guy. So he is going to disengage. He's going to go 5, 10, 15, 20. And he's going to jump. He's got a pretty good jump distance because of jump. 25, 30. He ends his turn midair <laughs> as he's jumping through. Nice. So nice. When it, the next his next turn, his speed will come back and will he'll resolve that trump. He goes out over the crevice where there is just another island tethered by this vine, and yeah, it's just hanging there as you know time starts to slow down, and we come to Kiana's turn. Great, nice. Okay, uh, so many options. Um, well. First things first, I would like to take less bludgeoning damage. Yes. I could probably just do that through dodging if I need to. Dodge or rage, what are my options? But <laughs> let's start simple. Let's start with the attack action. Um, well, remember, if you rage, you're going to get bonus damage to your attacks. Ooh, true. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do a rage then. Bam. All right. The amber light seems to harden as you go in. What do you think about as you enter this rage? What what lets Kiana enter this battle fury? Um. Well, that hit kind of hurt <laughs> a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> that helps. And I think there is a degree to which it's like, uh, oh, great, single combat with that guy that roughed up Finbar and Virla at the same time real bad. <laughs> yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> um. So that that's sort of been bubbling a little bit under the surface. Yeah, if you can't handle yourself against a puny water elemental. Yeah, <laughs> what kind of a chance do I hand, stand against that? So we're going to start with um, the attack action. Uh, let's see. Yeah, uh, so that's advantage on not attacks, but strength checks and saving throws. And plus two, me plus two melee damage with strength weapons. Um and resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, slashing damage, which is nice. Oh, but I Correct. can't cast or concentrate on spells. That's a shame. Yeah, it's okay. oh, no. Uh, remember, uh, <laughs> if you're using both hands on the sword, it's a D8. It's a D8 or a D... D10. Wait, oh, sorry, D10. More? D10 okay. on two hands. D8 on one hand, D10 on two hands. Well, I have okay. so many hands to spare. Let's start with a two-handed longsword attack, number one. Does the damage uh, go up the more hands you put on it? <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> four. Four. Uh, off. But four I don't hands. have advantage anymore. Ha! Okay, but uh, that's still a 21 to hit. Um, okay, 21's gonna hit. 
All right, and it's a D10 uh, plus Plus your wisdom, plus your rage. Okay, so it's D10 plus seven. Oh, ah, right, a zero is a 10, 17. There we go. 17. (laughs) I was about Uh, to be so mad. (laughs) Awesome, 17, yeah, zero damage. Uh, 17 half to eight because it resists non-magical slashing damage. Oh, I see. And because it's not Mm. my bare hands, which count as a magical attack. Correct. This is the point where being a monk weapon, I think would actually make it magical for points of overcoming resistance. I have to double check that ruling. That might only be Kensei monk, but. Okay, second attack. I'm gonna punch it with one of my astral arms. Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) It was a good thought. Uh, That's a 22 to hit. Uh, D6 plus seven. That's 11 points of force damage. It's that not does bad. not resist. Yeah, baby. You come in, yeah, a beautiful clean swipe, and you watch as the thing barely moves. <laughs> as you're like, oh yeah, it's made of water. <laughs> and okay. then you punch with force. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Alright, so that was my bonus action to rage, my action to attack. Two attacks. Twice. Yeah, yep. that's that's me sorted. Oh, I could have used telekinetic reprisal. Mm. I gotta keep remembering I can do that. Well, next time it punches me. Uh Sweet, before Finbar's turn comes up, the sparks that are flying for the Kamburu, you see start to mix uh, with the, much like a, uh, was it, like chlorine, uh, chlorine gas sort of situation as the sparks from the metal start to mix with the water elemental. I need Finbar and Kiana to both make constitution saving throws, please. Constitution saves. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Humbug. Not the best. (laughs) How about an 11? 14. Those are both fails. You are both poisoned for one minute. Ah, beans. Oh. You repeat the oh, save at the end of your turn. It's not good. Yeah, the green gas starts to flow and you both feel it in your lungs. Hard to breathe. Eyes start to water in cloud. Finbar, now it's your turn. Okay. Um, so first, I'm going to say, Enoch, well, you can't go running too far. Hold up. Um, and I'm going to rotate around. Uh, and as I do so, uh, I will. I'm concentrating on aura vitality, and I will use a bonus action to heal 10, 11 hit points uh, towards Enoch. Damn! Brings whoops, double plus. Brings him all the way up to 29. Solid. Um, then, as in action, um, I like to grapple the. The fire metal elemental thing? Yes. <laughs> Finbar, no! Alright, that's your attack. Yes. Go ahead and roll strength. Why? Finbar, For, why? Yeah, athletics. Finbar, no! Uh, 13 plus... 215? You reach out, grab metal, and as you do, you feel the metal is not as firm as you thought it was, uh, this creature is immune to being grappled as it like flows <laughs> out of your grasp. Uh, okay, wow. that's good to know. It's good to know. Um, yeah, uh, that's my turn. Yes. Okay. Then it's the Kumburu's turn. Let's see if he gets his recharge back on Volatile Burst. That he does not, so he's just gonna attack Finbar twice. Go for it. Mm. All right, first attack. 21 to hit. Hits. You take... <sighs> Roll max. Uh, uh, 19 bludgeoning damage. Okay. Plus 7 fire damage. Okay. Uh, you also catch fire. 
<laughs> so that's going to be ongoing damage at the start of your turn until you use an action to douse it. Uh, and it will make its second slam attack against you. Um, hold up. Uh, oh, 19. Okay. Are those two separate instances of damage? It's one instance of damage. Okay, so, so a total of 26. I need correct. a DC. You need a 13. 13. Okay. Uh, and yeah, roll natural 13. Sweet. Okay. Second attack. First, uh, for, uh, the first roll. Uh, actually, damage. I will absorb oh. elements. The fire damage. Cool. Might as well. That'll have it down to three. Yeah. And it also means I rolled a 25 on this hit, so the yep. fire damage from this is going to be uh, reduced. Have. Yep. So we've got. I think I did that math right. Oh yeah, 15 points of bludgeoning damage. Cool. And eight halved to four fire. Okay. How are you looking? I'm at uh, 25. Oi. Uh, concentration. That was two really good rolls. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, uh, 17 plus. Also, it's a badass monster. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I didn't realize how hard they'd be hitting. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Cool. And that is the Kumbaru's entire turn. Water Elemental. See if he gets his recharge for Whelm back. Oh. Yeah, he actually gets wound back on a 4 through 6. Jesus, that's because it's not that good. But it is his thing, so he is going to move into your space. I need you to make a strength save throw, please. Which I can yeah. use a uh, wisdom for, so... You can, and you have advantage now that you're raging. Yes! But good. the water elemental doesn't know that, so... Okay, so that's, you know. uh... That's my... The water elemental. There's a watermelon. Nine. The watermelon doesn't know? Okay, one of these fully rolled into my dice pile, but the other one was a 21 anyway. Oh, they're both 21. That's nice. Oh, how convenient. Sweet. So you are not, you do not take any damage. You're not grappled, but you are pushed back into melee with the Kumbaru. Oh. As it, the whelm just, when you succeed, it forces you backwards so that you aren't sucked into the whirlpool. Yeah, that would be bad, I think. Enoch is going to land. Five. Come on, oh yeah, he was just matrix bullet timing this whole episode. 30, exactly. Uh, he will dash and make it all the way to the plant. He doesn't have an action to pick it up, though. I am there! How is it going back there? We got it! It's good! Yeah, oh, all good. All good. <laughs> Excellent strategy. <laughs> you get the sense Enoch probably wouldn't have fared very well in this, in this yeah. punch fight. Although you could have gotten there a lot faster than Enoch could, so true, who knows. Anyway, true. Kiana, it's your turn. I can't help but notice that I've been pushed into flanking this Kumburo. <laughs> yeah. You gotta Alrighty. move over five feet, but you're, you're, you're good. There's nothing that can happen to you from doing that, so. All right. Then, uh, yeah, let's let's just nudge a little bit. And, you just kinda, uh, yeah, let's spin over and. Yeah. I'm just gonna assume oh, this thing is probably <laughs> also magic resistant. So <laughs> while I'm enjoying this long sword, I'm gonna punch it. Um, or not magic yeah. resistance, the other thing. Uh, resistance to everything but magic. Uh, Whatever. That would, that's a that's a great insight. First attack. Uh, what is happening? Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, eighteen to hit. Um, does that? I don't actually. Uh, an eighteen does hit. Good. Okay. D six plus seven because of the rage. <sighs> so that's nine force damage on the Kumbura. Second okay. attack. Wow. Okay. Uh, that is only a fifteen. That um, will hit. Oh, good. Okay. Low AC. Okay, interesting. Six plus seven. <sighs> That's another nine points of force damage. Um, I guess I don't know how rough it's looking. Uh, and I am going to. Uh, 
Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Finbar, have you hit the Kumburu with an attack? You haven't hit it with an attack because you nope. tried to grapple it, right? Yep. Cool. So, uh, please, uh, make a, can you make a deck save for me? Sure. Two deck saves, please, okay. Kiana. Oh, me? Yep. Two deck saves, yes. Uh... Mm -hmm. Explosive reactivity. A creature that hits the Kumburu with an attack while within 15 feet of it must make a dexterity saving throw. Do I have... I don't have advantage on these or anything. You do but... not have advantage on these. Mm. All right. It's just a plus seven. I know it's impossible to tell because you've got advantage on half of them <laughs> and uh, uh, well, you substitute different number for each of them. Well, that first one was a 24 and the That'll second succeed. one is an 18. That'll both succeed. You take no damage because of evasion. Uh, <laughs> Kiana fucking badass just <laughs> dodging. Every time you punch, there's a gout of flame that erupts and uh, instead you're just bobbing and weaving under and around them. Uh, that's your action. Any that's bonus action? action? I'm. I think just for the sake of not taking too much damage, I'm gonna bonus action dodge. Um, uh, you are being flanked, so that's not a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> and Finbar, uh, that brings us to you. Um. Uh, how are they looking? In uh, terms of Buru, only just started getting hit. Okay. The water elemental is about half. Uh. All right. Uh. I'm gonna turn Kiana. Let's one at a time. Yep. Um, and I will. Um, fuck it. I'll, I'll take an attack block. Um, and I oh, will... sorry. You take two points of fire damage at the start of your turn. Oh yes, from the being on fire thing. From the being on fire. Okay, that's fine. For the being on fire of it all, it is an it is a concentration check though. If you're still holding. Yes. Uh, seventeen. Uh, total of thirty. Uh, twenty. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Big succeed. Cool. Uh, I will leave the Comboros threat area yeah. um, as okay. I f swing around um, and flank the uh, water elephant. Actually, first, I will go here. Mm, sorry. I'm getting it's a little just big teleports behind you, energy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'll, I'll just swing around all the way. Um, I mean, that's exactly what he did to Endeli in the first time they fought. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'm going to roll the attack. Uh, it's a natural 20. No! Slam. Stop! Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, how many hit points do you have left, Finbar? This is gonna I'm hurt. at 25. How many hit uh, points do you have I think minimum's gonna take you down. Bro, bro! So 16, 17, 18, 19. Not, yeah. Really? It's not enough to kill you, but, uh, boom. The Kamburu smacks fire and bludgeoning just knocks you down as you run past Kiana. Wait, how Okay, how, so that means I, he doesn't get that far. He's right next to me. Correct. Wait, I, how much fire? It would have been, uh, even if I resist, where to... Absorb uh, you, Here, I'll do the math for you real quick. So yeah, it's yeah. 16, 17, 18, 19, plus 12, 19 plus 15, so 34. 34 points of bludgeoning damage. And then... The fire is twelve plus ten, so. Oh, it's the the bludgeoning would have taken me out. Regardless. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, bludgeoning takes uh, you out all by itself. Sorry, dude. Anything but a crit. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so Literally sorry. Anything, anything but, a but a crit. Done it. And I would have been able to heal forty something hit points. Hmm. <sighs> well, good thing you gave Kiana that healing. Well, Living the land. I, it's... Enoch, Enoch almost has the plant, yeah. uh, and there's no sense in sticking around to finish this fight unless you really want to. So, uh, unless you really want to, true. is more of a motivator than you may think. <laughs> Austin may realize. I mean, that's true. I should have just done it while I was standing. I, 
Well, if you if there was a heal, a bonus action heal thing you could have done. Yeah, I, no, there it, is a bonus action heal I could sense. have done. Yeah, it makes some sense to me that you would have done that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna keep the decision to run. I'm gonna keep the crit and the damage. But if you were gonna heal, that that seems reasonable yeah. to me that you would have used yeah. that beforehand. So wh what were you gonna throw out there with a with the bonus action heal? Oh, with the bonus action heal, I could I had two d six plus the d four. Um, so and then you'd I probably would still be down, but. Well, anyway, I think it's a good idea to just in case. Well, you want to give it a sh I, I'm I'm willing to allow it. You give yourself okay. those hit points. I'll. Okay. Uh, do you remember what the damage was? Uh, it was Thirty-four uh, bludgeoning um, and eleven fire. I think it was more uh, than eleven fire. Twenty-two fire. Yeah. Twenty-two. <sighs> but it yeah, has because of absorbed elements. You, if you could do that. If he does that again. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay, I will roll two d six. Seven. Seven plus uh, D four. Yeah. Plus one. Okay. Um, so you've healed twelve total. Twelve. And do you get your wisdom on that? Um, no, I do not get my wisdom on okay. that. Okay. The thing is, it's um, I can cast it for it's a bonus action free every turn. Um, that's still not enough to keep me up. Sorry, dude. Oof. Finbar goes down hard. Okay. And it is the Kaburu's turn. <laughs> That's some ASMR. Well, I'm the closest target, so it should definitely hit uh, me. Well, it's also not that smart. So yeah, it's, it's not, not that smart. It's not gonna try to squish Finbar's head. Good. Um, I do not roll the recharge on its explosions. It is just going to attack twice straight because you have used the dodge action. As Finbar's slow motion goes down next to you, you see it raises fists and comes down. Everything seems to slow for you. Oh boy. And uh, we're gonna roll to hit. Um. That's a 16 and an 18. The 16 will not hit, the 18 will. I've just rolled shockingly well this fight. Come on, uh, man. Oof. Sorry. Also, they're tough creatures. Um, okay. You take 12 points of bludgeoning, which is half, half to, to six. six. And you, you are going to take the fire straight. Uh, but I rolled two and a one, so three points of fire damage. Awesome. And you do catch on fire. Okay. Finbar's on fire. That is true, I'm, yes. I'm also on fire. Which is going to be a failed death save every round that he's on fire. Oh. Correct. Unless I get him up on my next turn, which happens before his. Unless you get him up on your next turn, which happens before his. Yes. Okay. Hey, Keanu. Hey, Finbar. How was Limbo? Cool. Water Elemental's <laughs> turn. Yep. Water Elemental's Water turn. Water Elemental's going to uh, attack twice straight. 14 and 17. Does 17 hit? Neither hits. Damn. My AC okay. is 18. Damn. All right, uh, yeah, you, the sense that you need to make this work comes to you, and you go past two curtains of water that should knock you into the Kamburu, but don't. Mm. Enoch's turn comes up, he's going to use his action, he gets the plant, Good. and then he's just going to make his way back 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. He needs enough space to clear the jump. Kiana, your turn. Uh, what is it to feed a potion to Finbar? It's an action. That's an action? Okay. Yep. Uh, do I want to move him out of combat? For Well, then I take two attacks of opportunity and I might go down no, uh, if they roll if you really well. Get me back up, I'll be pretty Yeah, so I'm just going to use my action to just real quick, like. <laughs> uh, oh, very. Also, real quick, you do take one oh, yeah. point of fire damage from being on fire. Uh, ooh, ah, okay, cool. Um, yeah, I'm just going to use my action to real quick feed that health potion to Finbar. So I'll cross that okay, out. Okay, 2d4 plus 2. Roger that. Uh, okay, D4. It's two, second D4. Oh, come on. 
four, so that's eight total. Okay. You, that's good, because that's high enough. That means that on his next turn, if he, on the fire damage, he can't go down. Oh, for crying out loud. Because it's a, it's a D6. Bro. You, astral arm scoops him up. Yep. Regular arm pops a stopper, pours it into his mouth. You see, he comes back. You still good. have a bonus action as well. I do, yes. Uh, I can't bonus action attack because I didn't attack initially. Uh, Correct. So I'm just going to bonus action dodge, and my rage maintains because I took damage this round. Mm-hmm. Uh, even yes. if I didn't attack, taking damage from Correct. the being on fire, hey, it's a tactically advantageous move to stay on fire. This is great. I'm <laughs> learning so much. <laughs> Fantastic. Finbar, yeah. you're up. You take um, Yep. four points of fire damage. <laughs> cool. Could have been worse, could have been better. And what would you like to do? Um, Please heal. So I'm, I'm sort of on the ground um, and, I, and I stand back up. I'm like, oh, I got to stop doing this. Yeah. All right. Um, two fists on the ground. I pop up. Um, stars all over me. Um, yeah. I take the form as a chalice. Um, Badass. Put my hand to my chest as I uh, action uh, pump a fourth level. Um, heal into myself. It's like, Thank cool. you. All right, that's Finbar, awesome. You gotta stop Go ahead, roll around. your healing. Also, roll me a d20 real quick. Oh, yeah. Maybe yes, we're gonna yes, find out that's, what that does. This is the thing that I was afraid of. Uh, 13. Okay, you're fine. Okay. Wait, what's your wisdom score? Uh, 19. You have a 19 wisdom? Yeah. You told me that earlier in the episode. I completely forgot. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, okay. We're the wise boys. Yes. You have to roll wise guys. over your wisdom score, so the chances are this pretty episode, low. Wise guys. Wow, well, if I was a spellcaster, that should be great. <laughs> okay. Danny's um, upset. Danny wishes she was here. I'm rolling spell okay, these, this, this, these rolls. You think I'm upset this is after how that combat biggest. went for me in Beerla? <laughs> We were in and out, baby. Uh, that was surgical. Yeah. On, on a, on a, a fail, it's a, it's a wild machine. magic surge. Whoa. 24 plus D. How's Finbar, Finbar doing? Uh, sorry, this, it's, a lot, it's a lot of dice. Oh, good. A lot of math. Uh, it's, it's another five. You um, resolve that. D4. Because it's the Kumburu's turn next. Good lord, friends, I beg of you, get out of there. Uh, <laughs> five, <laughs> which does not recharge the Volatile Blast. It's a recharge of six. 38 hit points. 38 Jesus hit points? Jesus Christ. Heck yeah. That's nearly as much as I have right now. Kumburu's going to attack you twice. Still dodging. Cocked. Uh, that's a 17 to hit and Just a 21 misses. to hit. That one will hit. I'll take it. Double ones on the bludgeoning damage. Five bludgeoning damage, half to two. Wop wop. Boop. And how much fire? Three fire damage. Ah oh, shucks, you shouldn't have. For anyone out there who thinks that this is that would be taking it easy on them after a bad thing, yeah, I literally I... just rolled the shittiest dice I've ever rolled. One 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 two. <laughs> oh boo! It happened for real. <laughs> anyway, uh, okay. even the hit that lands, you effortlessly like kind of pirouette take some of the blow and step out of the way so it's not nearly as critical as it should have been mm. a subcritical role you could say Dang. the water <laughs> elemental is going Dang. to do his two attacks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i think these might both be hits actually he are rolls they both with over plus 18? seven yeah he's got both are both are over 20. dang Ooh. so Uh, 17 have to 8 bludgeoning damage. Ooh. Ouch. And 16 have to 8 bludgeoning damage. Boy, it's a good thing I raged. 
Yeah, I mean, yes. <laughs> All right. These, even even as the kaboom misses, you feel the two, the water elemental two fists come in and you've done a lot of dodging this fight. Uh, it's possible that you're, you're maybe getting a little winded here and mm. getting knocked off your balance a little bit. Enoch's turn, he's going to jump. He's going to dash 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Five, ten, telekinetic 20, reprisal! Can I please 30. use my telekinetic reprisal? <laughs> yeah, on the water on the sky? go for it. Thank go for you. it. Dex I'm save, so strength st- save? Uh, it's a uh, strength save. Cool, he rolled two. Great. Uh, he takes 2d8 force damage and is pushed up to 10 feet away from me. Uh, which does not quite. Wait, it does push him off. No, it doesn't push him off the edge. Not it could, quite. though. Yeah. That would be fun. Alright, 2d8. If you get the whole creature off the edge, <laughs> the whole man. Where's my other D8? I'll just roll this one twice. Okay. uh, So satisfying when that happens. Three plus six. Nine points of force damage. Nine points of force damage. Not bad. And he's pushed back. Five, ten. Doesn't even really slide so much as just like churns through the ground. And that brings us to you, Kiana. What would you like to do? Enoch's... Enoch is going to make it out on the end of his turn. Hmm. What's up is that you have you, Finbar, and then <laughs> both elementals are going to go before he escapes. Yeah. Okay, so we need to cover his escape and then presumably yep. we'll be able to- If you can make it one more round, then you can escape out. Okay, then, uh, hmm. Well, I can't flank either of them because Finbar is disengaged, which is good. That's where he should be right now. Um, I'm gonna... Yeah, I want to keep this guy's attention on me. Um, and the the water elemental is the one that I've mostly been laying into. Uh, yeah, water elemental is pretty messed up. I mean, you did spend a whole turn not attacking, though, so... This is true. So I'm going to bonus action disengage away from the Kumbura, because fuck him. And then I'm okay. going to engage with the water elemental, and I'm going to punch him twice. Nice. Uh, which is just straight, uh, doesn't... No advantage yeah. or anything, because no you know, thinking. Not to, not to meta it, but uh, could each attack can be used to shove. Yes. Oh, really? Then yeah. You're, take, yeah. you're taking attack. a chance because if you miss even a single one, he's mm-hmm. he's not gone, but... Right. So I see. Gravity works, but like sometimes. First attack. It's, mm. it's not that he's going to plummet to his death. It's that he's not going to be on ground and it's just going to float away from you. Okay. Well, my first attack was a critical fail, so... Uh, well, no. if you're, it's a difference between an attack and a shove. Oh. So if your your shove is just if you're shoving, it's your athletics, which in this case is your wisdom, and you are rolling an advantage because it's technically a strength check and you're raging. Oh, okay. So if you're doing that, roll again and add your wisdom plus athletics I've bonus, got, which uh, I think is nothing. It's it's nothing, yeah. So just yeah, this cool. plus so five. So you're plus five. Uh, that's a fifteen. He rolled the natural one. Wait, but also plus two because of the rage, right? That's uh, no, that rage gives is, you advantage. That's yeah, oh, never mind. Sorry, sorry. Damage so bonus. yeah, just fifteen. But he rolled it. He rolled okay, a one. So that, yeah. So that if first you succeed one more time, he's gonna he's just gonna float off. Okay. Second attack at advantage. Uh, that's a fourteen. Well, it's uh, it's a strength check. So at advantage. Yeah. Sorry. At five. Second. That's what I meant. Yeah. I rolled a nine, so fourteen. Oh, at advantage. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here we go. This guy rolls with plus strength plus four. So you need him to roll a nine or lower. D20 plus four, throw him from the group. Total of nine. 
Hey! What does it look like to shove a big water creature off of a floating asteroid in space? I think it's actually kind of unusual for Kiana because a lot of what she does is sort of hard martial arts, solid punches, but I think this one's almost like a Tai Chi, like water bending, like just whips it around and <laughs> slides it off into space. Um, Boom, giant amber glowing hands whip this thing off. It spins and begins to plummet off into space. Uh, that ends your turn, that's everything. Yeah. Finbar, unless you want to move a little bit more, but otherwise Finbar, you're up. Uh, uh, yeah, I think I'm solid. Cool, um, I'm going to move up. Um, Put a uh, hand on Kiana's back. It's like, okay, we're... You're getting a little weak there. Um, yep, so this yep. is a second level cure wounds. Oh, heck yeah. Um, and that's max on the dice. Um, so that's a 16-20 towards you. Um, and then I will bounce a d8 from the chalice onto myself. Good. Uh, that's five. I'll throw the d4 on. Uh, it's two. Um, yes, and that is, um, seven plus four. Eleven points to myself. All right, what are you guys at for total-wise? Uh, I have 38 now. Okay, and Finbar? Um, I'm at, uh, 57. <laughs> Damn, Finbar, oh, you're dang. a powerhouse. I can always <laughs> bounce back. I needed to survive that. One fucking crit. Uh, All right, I didn't. We're get gonna it. roll the d6 here to see if he gets his explosions back. He does not. <laughs> and let me double check his intelligence. Oh, sex. Okay. I, I don't. I don't make you guys fight a lot of smart things, do I? No. Uh, we're gonna roll. We're gonna roll a d6 to just see who he goes after. One, two is Enoch. Three, four is Finbar. Five, six is Kiana. Two, he's going after Enoch. No, no, come on! Uh, oh, I think I forgot. Uh, did I did I roll uh, Finbar at the start of your turn? You oh, took right. fire damage. Five fire damage. Yep. And Kiana, did I roll for you this round? I don't think so. Cool. You took five fire damage. Whew. Spicy. And Enoch is in trouble. No, what are you All doing? Right. Here we go. He rolls with a plus six, and Enoch has an AC of. 14. Oh, uh, no. Okay. Natural 15. No. Enoch takes... 9, 10, 11 bludgeoning and 5 fire. So that's 16 points of damage, and he lights on fire. Uh, he's got 13 hit points left. Bro. Bro. This attack's going to determine whether it goes down or not. Uh. Natural 15. Stop! Oh, okay. Okay. 7... 10 and then 8. Yep, this is that's enough. We <laughs> watch as Enoch goes full unconscious. The tree ball of earth at its roots kind of skitters close to the edge as he just falls down. Ah. And that will end the Kumbaru's turn. Water elemental will fall through space. <laughs> and now that it's gone, they can u no longer use their reactivities, uh, which is their like villain action, their oh, uh, you know cute. legendary actions. So uh, actually, a great plan. Enoch's turn. He's gonna roll a death save. Stop. No, no one. fucking Stop! way. No. Ooh, this is not good. Uh, oh no, Enoch's on fire. One. Yeah, 
he takes. <gasps> no, no, you can't, I go, man. I go, Kiana, the diamonds. Yeah, I got you him, watch, I got him. You, you watch you, as- Fuck you, Austin. You watch as a, f a foot of metal and fire <clears throat> caves in ground and body and Enoch stops moving. <sighs> Kiana, it's your turn. Uh. <laughs> the diamonds. I got the diamonds. Uh, I'm gonna slap the diamonds into Finbar's hands and sprint sure. for Enoch. Free, uh, interaction, go for it. What? Oh, free interaction, uh, great, okay. Then yeah. I'm gonna sprint for Enoch, uh, scoop him up. Um, okay. And I think we're getting the fuck out of here. Uh, does that sound good, Finbar? <laughs> yeah. Okay, then I would like to make myself some footholds to float my way up off, or like to, to climb us up away from this island as I oh, run cool. with God. Enoch in my arms. Um, I will also say, go ahead, you've got enough reach. Your one astral arm scoops up the tree. Yes, I'm also gonna get the tree. The Regular that we arms came pick for. him up. Go ahead and just make a wisdom check for me to see if in the chaos of all of this, you can manifest your focus strongly enough to create a footpath off of here. Well, let's see. Might not work. If For not, one, I'll you just, can, yeah. Let me double check the DC. <gasps> uh, well, I got a, uh, let's see, wisdom check. Yep, plus five. Plus five, that's a 17 total. Uh, uh, 10 for tiny. Fifth, uh, 17 is enough for you to create a foothold. If it had been under 15, you wouldn't have had enough to create a foothold. It would have just been like moats. Awesome. You create a foothold and move and it's not big, I'll say it's not big enough for the Kamburu to follow, but also because you can permanently create steps here. Yeah. Uh, Finbar's gonna be able to follow you even if you use your full movement. Good, and get then, away from yeah, him. we're gonna do that. I'm gonna grab Enoch, get him back closer to Finbar the way we came, and then get us out of range of the Kamburu so that Finbar can, I'm assuming we're kind of getting out of minimap yeah. into theater there of the is, mind here. Oh. There is what? the small issue of the attack of opportunity from running away from the Kamburu. Hmm. Not a, well, hold on. Okay, so my my movement, I guess my action is scooping up Enoch. So mm -hmm. I'd have to use my bonus action to dash. You could use your bonus, you could use your mm -hmm. bonus action to- Disengage. It's a disengage, attack. Uh, it's, okay, DM, it's up to you. If I use my bonus action to disengage, is that enough movement to get us out of this combat. Five, 10, oh. 15, 20, okay. 25, 30, 35, 40, 45. Yeah, if you run at an angle, yes it is. Yeah, that, you can use your bonus action to disengage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then let Finbar follow us on his turn and then. Yep. Oh my goodness. All right, yeah. you run off the creature which is bound to this elemental locus. It's, it's, a, it's an elemental being and to move off into the chaos would destroy it just charges up to the edge. Fin Finbar does go before it, so Finbar, I assume you follow? Yes. You follow, this thing lets off a shriek that sounds like metal being torn apart. And Finbar, in your head, one 1,000, two 1,000, <laughs> three 1,000, four 1,000. Kiana and you are plenty fast enough to get clear of the rock and Kiana, you can form a platform if you'd like yeah. to place Enoch upon. How many diamonds are required, Finbar? Three, 300 gold, it's worth. 300 gold? Hey, we'll have some left over. <laughs> you. Thank you, Hira. Sprinkle diamonds, some of them fine, like little grains of sand, some of them 
getting, you know, as large, almost the size of a pea. Sprinkle them across Enoch's chest. What does a rite of resurrection performed by Finbar look like? Now, normally, I don't ask the universe for this much power. I don't particularly need it. But a friend's a friend. It'd be irresponsible not to. Um, so he sits down. He kneels as sort of on the platform, grass starts to grow, flowers start to bloom. He offers a silent prayer to Sylvanas and says, just one drop of life, thank you. Um, and I cast Revivify. Whew. Diamonds sparkle like stars and sink into the body. Breath refills his lungs and I'll leave it up to you Finbar what feature of Finbar is permanently affixed with Enoch as you place a small piece of your soul within his in order to hold his soul in the body um hmm so he has a small tattoo with like two diamonds above yeah. uh his eye um mm -hmm. And uh, that's what he transfers over to Enoch. Oh. You watch the tattoo bloom like the flowers that are all around you. The breath. One eye opens. Oh, wait. One tiny Ooh. detail. Technically, I do need you to roll the spell. I would, I <laughs> yes, okay. Okay, so um, what are you technically saying? Yes, I heal one hit point. Uh, I still have my stars shape up, so it's it's a little more than just one hit point um, going into him right now. Oh, um, so he's not going to be immediately killed again. Yeah. <laughs> good. Um, it's... Oh, that's a good point. Yes. We hey. doused him, right? He's not on fire he's anymore. He's not on fire right? anymore. I patted him out yeah. while I was I picking him up. I assumed you guys doused him as you ran away. We yeah. rolled him a little bit. It's, a, it's, a total, it's a total of 12 um, as he okay. comes back to life. Minor then, detail, but like sort of starlight sort of falls on him, etc. Um, yeah, it it does it does a, it goes a long way towards repairing some of the burns that are on his body. Oh my god! And uh, I need you to roll a d twenty. We're looking to see if you get a twenty. Your rock was never inviting Come me on. back. <laughs> no, no, he's gonna like three. your personal. There's no wild magic at this point. <laughs> he's like so in debt to us now. He yeah. Well, that's the um. Austin has to figure out what a get zerai. This oh, indebted you... to someone does because they're pretty lawful. He probably owes you something. He owes you a great deal. Um, but for the moment, he opens eyes. Breath fills his lungs. <sighs> he looks at the two of you. He says, I fear that maybe my debt is becoming too high for me to repay. It's fine. Just don't do that again, please. <laughs> and here... I survived a red dragon to be taken out by a bit of metal and fire. Huh. Daddy's okay. Not there. Just starts coughing. <laughs> Water places only from now on. Nice, calm. Wait, hold on. No, we yeah. Got, you know, we got one I'll more take... fireplace to go. But it's, we do. Right. Enoch's fine. Enoch's is going to stay home and, and, yeah. and sleep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's, let's get him there. Um, Every time we hang out, you get more injured. Your rock was never inviting me back to this dimension. 
Or forfeiting uh, the tuning. Perhaps I should be training wherever you've been training. You handled yourself quite well. Oh, the Great Gymnasium is so fun. Uh, Reese says hi, by the way. <laughs> All the rage is back. gone. Keanu's just really Imagine if you have to go back to Reese. <laughs> like, hey. Perhaps hey, I'll take a sabbatical to go visit. Uh, oh my goodness. Uh, we pan out. You guys safe. Cut back to Mechanus. Um, Allie. <laughs> you guys. I'm just turning into spiders hand. and dragonflies and shit. <laughs> yes. Fearly, you test out the new abilities of the staff. Um, mm-hmm. It's very dope and awesome. Uh, oh, yes, the tree that you retrieved, by the way, the warp bonsai, uh, does not survive well outside of limbo. But if you plant it somewhere, remove a branch take the branch with you and then snap the branch it is like casting teleport <gasps> located on the tree <gasps> there is a there is it, there's a nigh impossible odd that this does not consume the tree the tree does not want to live outside of limbo <laughs> mm. so doing this is will almost certainly destroy it there's a chance that you could use it again in the future that it won't be destroyed but what happens is it's like a casting teleport it'll teleport you and get the holder and i think up to eight willing creatures <gasps> back to wherever the tree is does does it have if like it's on a the specific... same plane of existence and okay so wait it can't distance, teleport cross planar it cannot teleport cross planar okay. you have to be on the same but say if we needed ship? a quick escape from a jail prison cell. Yes. So yes. if we on the Paraspera, take a branch I was going to say. In the garden. If you plant it on the Paraspera yeah. yeah. and you can get Virla's crew together, all of them. That's our out. Uh, and you can all touch each other, then someone just needs to snap the branch and it will warp you all back to the Paraspera. Okay. Ooh. And then the Paraspera can plane shift down. And then the Paraspera can do other stuff. Yes. Okay. Well, we were uh, never going to be able to sneak the Paraspera into the city anyway. You were probably uh, not going to sneak the Paraspera no. into the city. Yeah. <laughs> it was probably going to be docked out enough. front with like a, like a big do, illusory hedge in front of it. Like, don't worry. If you used shrink and then, oh, one bad hit would have made it uh, expand and possibly get smushed like a, uh, it's in a trash compactor. So yeah. <laughs> nice. this is a good This What is a, a way for the campaign to end. <laughs> but Whoopsies. And they're like, Yeah, you're yeah. just all hey. killed by the Paraspera. <laughs> anyway, the crew. Virla, you're, uh, you guys, is there anything else you would like to say? Otherwise, we're going to say goodbyes to Maxim. Um, I assume that with your limbo tuning fork, you were like, oh, we'll, we'll go pick you guys back up yes. in limbo. In fact, or I, maybe I single, was, I don't know what you decided. Mm. Once, I guess once I've had my fun, just sort of like testing out the, the staff, I will send a sending yeah. to Kiana. I guess, Austin, it's up to you to determine <laughs> how long <Yeah>. it <laughs> When that uh-huh. hits. It t- this is po- we're assuming that they've been at the monastery now for probably like over a day. Oh, okay. yeah, because they've because already been at the monastery. They just walked we, yeah. there. Mm-hmm. You guys had to go Fine. out to the Astral Sea and fly through to Mechanist and then fly to Fearless. Yeah, place. right. So, so, yeah, I, place. so yeah. at some point, like, so so afterwards, uh, I'll, I'll cast sending uh, and I'll uh, cast sending to Kiana. Um, all finished here. Hope you're okay. Uh, we'll use the tuning fork. Say hi to Enoch for us. <laughs> the response you get is, 
You're so lucky he's alive, or that would have been really sad. <laughs> he's fine, I promise. We need more diamonds, though. See you soon. How are they doing, Vero? Okay. Uh, sorry for the quick exits, Maxim, but um, I think they avoided some sort of catastrophe, but even so, we should probably be there to collect them. Um, that doesn't sound good. No. We're gonna need more diamonds. Ah, damn it. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you very much, Maxim. I will be back, if for no other reason than just to share the rest of what I had learned in this last however long I've been on this particular journey. Go ahead and make an insight check for me. Oh, oh, he's gone. He's leaving. He's like, you're too chummy. I gotta... Get out of my it's house. Like when you go to Starbucks I gotta one cut too off many before I'm burned again. It's like, it's like when you go to Starbucks one too many times and the barista knows your name, so you're like, I can never go there again. Shh. Oh, fuck. Uh... Well, that's a natural three, so that's probably not going to amount to anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even... I think I have, like, a plus two to wisdom. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, no, plus six to... No, checks. Right, insight, yeah, plus two. So, uh, five. <laughs> you sense a shift in his demeanor, but it's hard to pin down exactly. He kind of turns a little bit and says... Very well. Before you go, we have parted on such terms once in the past. I would not regale you with my words from then, as I do not think they would fall on any less deaf ears than they would now. But you had ventured to rescue an ally before. You achieved it, though it seemed impossible. Before you leave, may I simply ask, how many more times do you think you may bend the odds for your favor? How long until somewhere the bill comes due, whether it is for you or for someone else? I don't bend the odds without direction. I bend the odds so that what comes due will come to me only. I will keep doing this for as long as I can, and for a lot for as long as the gods may let me. I know that's not what you want to hear. You he turns and looks at you full in the eye now. He says, I knew a man of your conviction once. He was a good friend of mine. The universe came to claim its bill on him. And now I have no friends. If that may be your perception. Do not be mistaken though, Maxim. The care I show for Kiana and my crew and Danny and Finbar, I extend to you as well. If I were to come and find you taken from your home, you will see that conviction again. Make a charisma check. Come on, man. Give him a break. 
Persuasion. I don't think you're proficient, but persuasion. Yeah. Three. How'd you do? Oh, a three. I got a three. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not. I do not take you for a fool, Mila. So do not speak like one. Should we return from your journeys? I expect that there is still much business we may conduct together. So you're so still shall. friends. All right, Danny, let's go. Let's go. Hi, sure uh, I'm here it. too. <laughs> <laughs> Can Danny get a read on what that was? The tension is if Danny wants to try. Hundred percent. That was the weirdest please, conversation please. Danny has ever sat through. <laughs> Roll an inside check, Danny. Natural twenty. Yeah. Yes! <laughs> Danny's in the back, Plus just three. twirling her guns, and then she's like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> You watch this all go down. How close? I assume Dandy's giving it like a little space. Yeah, she probably was uh, standing over towards the table with the clock <laughs> just is sliding like, up directly behind Vila, just like around <laughs> on the table and like realigning things, just like puts in with anything she couldn't reach. If there was equivalent, like if there was a table with chips on it, she'd be standing in the back of the room munching on some chips. But <laughs> you uh, watch this go back and forth, tense and somewhat disguised dialogue, but I think maybe it's your time at the heap having guarded relationships, but you watch someone who was beginning to become friends with Virla, watch him for a multiple time, like again, throw himself into what is certain death and Maxim, you understand his deep conviction in the balance of the universe and the inevitability that everything is somewhat futile, right? That good and evil and law and chaos are never going to win. It's just going to be this back and forth for all eternity. And everything you do in the face of that is going to wind up being effort that hurts you in the end. You watch as Virla recommits himself to the opposite of that notion, that things can't change, and to prevent going through the pain he has gone through in the past, he reaffirms the business relationship of himself yeah. and Virla, and the relationship that was becoming far more casual to the point where he kind of was taking payment for the staff as like, yeah, tell me what you tell me what you did and like how it worked but was very casual about it and was not... The, the first time you met him, he was very... He was like, I'll give you this for this. It was very transactional. That his movement away you, from that, you think has been... Uh, has faltered and he's moved back into... This is transactional because I can't risk being hurt by this again. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, Austin, it's going to take a couple of trips back to Maxim for Virla to catch on to that. <laughs> Danny, oh, uh, we'll see how long Maxim can keep that up. <laughs> Danny just watches. Does Danny say anything? Bunch of fucking idiots. And keep munching on a chip <laughs> in the background. <laughs> There's a tense departure. You guys leave, return to your ship. 
a party not too long ago split up by forced to be split up uh now willingly split themselves face great dangers and challenges in order to gain something more and come out with bumps and scrapes but overall successful viral of the staff kiana advice and a way to escape from whatever dungeon or prison Veerla's crew is held in. You guys plane shift to Limbo? Is that what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. We're just gonna... You guys plane shift to Limbo. The sites that I've already described are taken in the vast citadel oh the changing God, space. Praspera uh, <laughs> is kind of like buffeted back and forth. Uh, yeah. But... The space around the citadel is firm enough. The the sphere of influence expands far enough to kind of keep, keep the ship from just getting like you know, uh, from from getting just like toasted by fireballs and stuff like that. It's pretty fireproof. I uh, make sure of that. <laughs> uh, Kiana, Finbar, you see them come out. Virla, staff in hand, and as you walk past the guard, ready to go, uh, you see Enoch small parcel uh, cinched around, like, in a satchel-like way, kind of cinched under his arm, uh, follows you guys out. Oh, yeah? Are you coming? Uh, <laughs> hello, Ina. It's so good to see you again. <laughs> Virla. He gives you a bow. He's got a new tattoo over his eye that completely matches Finbar's. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it got a little rough out there. Nice thing. It's fine. It's cool. Oh my goodness. Is this the reason why you're joining us, Enoch? You are no long you are no more debted to us than you were before. Oh. I'm sad to say that I am. I have sought wisdom from my betters here and spoken with the members of my Rachma. And they believe it would be wise for me to journey with you and aid you in what way I can. As I said, I'm forbidden from interfering directly with the machinations of the Kithyanki, but if there is any advice or any actions I may take to aid you along your journey, I am yours for as long as my life debt compels me to be. I assume like... we've been trying to dissuade him from, the, or at least I've been trying no, to No, dissuade... he didn't tell you anything about this shit. Oh, you guys okay, were gonna good. go and he just followed you out. Oh, uh, okay. If, if you feel compelled to do so, I will not try and convince you otherwise. However, I personally will have no issue with you staying on the ship for whatever events transpire. I think he's gonna have to, because we're gonna be doing Yankee stuff, so so he can't, anyway, he's gonna have to be on the ship where it's safe. Everything's fine. My hands are tied. Kiana Enoch, says so, man. it must be so then. He's gonna get a little better. He's gonna level up a little bit from this. I mean, he's oh, not a level character, but he's gonna get a little better. Yeah. Uh, well. Okay. He smiles. You will hardly notice I'm here. We should have. Uh, I know he wouldn't have done it. We should have asked Maxim to come along. I feel like it would have been fun. I turn to Danny when I say that. Man, you are so bad at reading social situations, aren't you? Hmm? Just the little jaw drop at Danny saying that. <laughs> <laughs> like, how bad did it have to be? The the party. It's a low bar to clear, that's but true. I'm clearing it. That, that's true. Um. I'll prep another seat at the table. I hope you're hungry. Oh my goodness. Well, Can we start my sigil and buy more diamonds? Vanished. I just feel like that would be a good idea. Yeah. We, we only need a little more diamonds. Okay. Yeah. Uh, also, oh, I, gotta go, I gotta go plant the tree. 
Yes. Yeah. Ooh, you yes. do. Uh, and the also, tree. you go and plant the tree. Uh, yeah. Danny had one thing that she wanted to do this episode that I don't. I don't can't remember for life of me if we did it at the end of last session or not. But I do have the arrow of dragon slaying that I was hoping to turn oh, into right. a bullet of dragon yeah. slaying. I don't know if I could maybe be doing that while we're traveling. Oh, before we leave, I would like to surreptitiously uh, will some just really sparkly goop into the vial that Danny gave me, like behind my back, oh, and then be like, I collected some me. goop. Oh, thanks. <laughs> that reminds me. This isn't goop, Stop Danny, this. but I do have uh, non-magic healing potions. <laughs> <laughs> it's this weird dull gray color. This is water. <laughs> it's, it's, it's gray? Just water. It's gray. <laughs> yeah, what do you think water in the city of Brass looks like? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> uh. Is it actually water? Uh, it's not magic, magic potion. I am I don't know, new. Do you drink it? Toe a frog. Just I'm tastes like, really like, bad. No, if like, anybody tries to drink it, I stop them. I, like, I put my <laughs> hand over it. I'm like, no, no, no. It's not even like anti magic, though. It's just, it's completely mm -hmm. mundane. If anything, don't it'll just. I don't want to know. <laughs> it'll be a. Okay. I, don't drink I don't know it. much about potion brewing, but I feel like it's not usually made of like good, healthy things to eat in isolation. Uh, if I see Finbar making any motion to put a hand over the bottle, Danny's just gonna chug it. <laughs> Are we rolling initiative? For this? No, no, okay. no. Danny, you chug it. It tastes. Uh, Finbar, you go to grab it. Danny, it tastes like um, cilantro. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys. Fearless trying to make sense of the rock that turns into water, that turns into fire, that turns into air. This makes no sense to him. Ooh, he, ooh, while we're still in limbo, I'm gonna blow Fearless' mind by making stuff. Yeah. No, like, no. <laughs> your dragon, everything no. you make your dragon is fascinated by, just yeah. like chases it around. Uh, uh, it's just like a little. You can't just make things out of nothing. Everything has to come hat. from somewhere. Yeah, no. it comes from somewhere. It comes from limbo. It's no. Chaos. That's not Fearless, how this works. You hear ask. Look, this one's made of gold. I... So does this mean I'm not the newest one on the ship anymore? <laughs> you still hold that, Emmy. Uh, Enoch is an old friend of ours. Don't you this worry. one's Maxim. He's making an angry Damn. face because he's pretending we're not friends with him. Yeah, Danny's just endlessly generating <laughs> gears and cogs constantly from everyone. Uh, Can she though? Make them wisdom Danny, checks, your wisdom, girl. What's your wisdom? Uh, <laughs> nine. Wisdom, Danny, your wisdom is so atrocious. You struggle to make anything happen here. Can I try? It's like Fearless the, wisdom is plus two. It's like that Breath yeah. of the Wild glitch where, like, if you move the guardian to the right area of the map, it just what's, endlessly what's spawns gears and how much like... space can you affect? Not, uh, a nine. You have, you can affect stuff within a five foot radius, Danny, uh, and you need to succeed on a fifteen check to do it. So it's technically possible, but it's very difficult. It's a natural one. Keanu. <laughs> Minus one, so zero. Danny, it just blows up in your face. <laughs> Kiana, by the way, you can affect stuff within 20 feet of you. Ooh. Dang. Virla um, gets a second hat that just sort of drifts on top of his first yeah. hat. Amazing. And then Danny gets a uh, matching this hat. This place sucks. Uh, <laughs> do you got everything we need? Yeah. I'm going to show Enoch to the, the cockpit, and I'll take a seat. I'm like, I'll get a Oh, second. you know what? I plane shifted here. We're gonna have to find the portal yeah. out of limbo. Uh, I'll, I'll roll. Kidding I'll roll a survival check and I'll find um, the uh, nearest. You guys could just hang out uh, in yeah. the safe space that is the monastery. Oh, yes. <laughs> until if you guys recharges. are willing to put up with me just oh, flagrantly too. abusing my powers to just <laughs> generate. What can Virla do? Virla doesn't understand pile. it, but he wants to try to understand it. Yeah, it's wisdom checks to generate stuff. So yeah, cool. That's good. <gasps> Dirty twenty. Dirty there we go. Twenty. Uh, what, what's your wisdom score, by the way? Uh, 14. 14, so you can affect stuff within 10 feet of you. Awesome. And a dirty 20 is enough to generate a, let's see. Uh, 
a large, uh, no, a medium-sized arm, so something the size of you. Virla, I have a suggestion. Yeah, what's up? Punchbot. What does he have to roll to make it not just Emerson, like a statue? I w- you say that? I was gonna do, yeah. like, uh, I was gonna do the people that were kidnapped, just being like, FYI, this is this is who we're looking for. Mm. And he just could, might stare at it kind of sadly. <laughs> An illusion could have been made, but instead you summon real uh, versions of them yeah. into space. How long is it gonna stand there haunting him? Uh, how long are you guys hanging out? Until he walks I- away. Uh, I can't. Uh, yeah, I was like, I can't take it out. Oh no. Oh jeez. <laughs> no, you I can mean, you could break again it, but how by, psychologically yeah. well, damaging you, you would that be? You could use your mind again to like banish it. Okay. But... I do so. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. It seems like there's a couple things. Finbar, you show Enoch to a place. Where are you showing him to a room, or are you showing him? I was gonna. To? I was. I was gonna uh, drive in uh, out of limbo, but while hmm. they were messing around with uh, gotcha. the elemental <laughs> chaos, but um, Finbar, for, for, like one of the first time, takes the helm. People, you know, you spend a little time. We'll hand wave this day a little bit. Uh, yeah. Spend some time messing around. Uh, Emmy is a little bit bitter that she's like still, still like she's still the new person. She brings it up a little bit. Oh. Wait, you, you don't want to be the new person anymore? Is that what you were saying? I mean, it's yeah. Like, isn't it like there's like a you know tempo against being the the newest person, and then we'll like make fun of them and stuff like that, and like do pranks. Wait, wait, wait. Can Amazing. Emmy make stuff? Can Emmy make uh, stuff? I'm gonna say no. Aww. Oh, well, I'm gonna make a little version of the self. robot that Emmy made, yeah. Uh, yeah. and uh, and then I'm gonna put an even smaller wizard hat on it. <laughs> well, if you wish, Emmy, you could have considered Halevin and Vice uh, as newer. Oh, that's new. true. Yeah, I do. I do and believe me. We like almost we bullied hours. and ridiculed them far more than we did you. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good times. <laughs> hey, do you remember when we met Halevin and Vice and we got to like totally? Totally trash them. Was that was a good time? Yes, good times. <laughs> Is Emmy good in there, Virla? Uh, I believe so. Yes. Does she... she like her even smaller hat? What do you think, Emmy? It's a good likeness. It's a good likeness. Yes. Maybe Emmy, next time I'll point... the hat. Yes. Yes. Emmy, uh, at some point we're going to have probably a one-on-one conversation. Probably just unloading everything that's happened in the last few days. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was I here soaking in it. <laughs> well, you were here to observe and hopefully to become uh, to, to gain more nuance and I don't feel like I was the best role model. I just want to make sure th- I I just what want to mean? sort of You've get your opinion. You've a great role model on how to talk to people. <laughs> Actually, if we're sort of like peeling off to have our own little conversations, I would like to try and make a little model of Subi. <laughs> I realize I only sort of know what she looks like, but I'm sort of hoping, Aww. you know. You're able to generate something that looks like you without the body of you when you summon your astral form. Hmm. That's not exactly what I was hoping for, because that's just arms and face. Uh, there's sort of there's sort of a sense to the like shapeless body there that goes, but yes, the uh, arms and face are by far the most clear and distinct. Uh, when I you, can't just let Subi take the wheel and sort of like feel it out and just I don't know make it make another wisdom check of some kind. <laughs> Uh, That's actually it's not bad. Yet. Go ahead and make me a wisdom check. Okay, I say that, but now I know it's gonna roll bad. Ha! Yeah, could have been a natty twenty, but instead it's a two, which means it's a seven. There's, you don't get any artistic guidance, but as you kind of reach down, 
to connect with Suvi. There's definitely the sense of... There's something kind of been churning in your gut ever since Enoch died. <laughs> and it felt like anxiety. Uh, but as you reach down and kind of connect with Suvi, there's definitely the sense of that, right? The, the Enoch dying was, was stressful. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there was not, there was, you know, no way, no way to get past that. It, that affected you. But as you sort of search, as you sort of search your feelings, you search this feeling that's inside of you. There's definitely a sense of like, a match is coming up and there's a little bit of excitement in there. Hmm. Well, I'm glad she's stoked. <laughs> she's stoked. I make a little worm thing with like the, the super clawed buff arms in the face. I'm like, yeah, that's probably close enough. <laughs> it's probably be like enough. being a barbarian. Yeah. <laughs> I think Subi's digging uh, the level of barbarian. Subi's, I don't think she's ever been a barbarian. Subi's digging before. the level of barbarian. Nice. <laughs> Well, Suvi's the reason I got really bored in the monastery and had to leave, so... Um, <laughs> I think she's loving this move away from emotional repression. Yeah, fair enough. Awesome. Enoch settles in. show her the whales. You connect down with Suvi, check in, think back of the sword that you fought with and what might be facing you in your future. Yeah. Finbar, reflect on the massive amount of magic that you just summoned, this miracle you've performed. Virla, staff in hand, your power increased as it was. <laughs> <laughs> Some other things missing. Uh, <laughs> Danny, in the engine room, go ahead and make me a Tinker's Tools check. <laughs> okay, natural 16 plus 12, that is 28. And I'm gonna throw a flash of genius on here because this feels like exactly the kind of project that Danny's really been like getting good. So that'll bring it up to a 32. All of your checks are always amazing. You, we see Iron good. Man back like, turn, turn, turn. Danny uh, melts arrow. down, you melt down the core of the arrow into oh, that's right. a pure magic ore essentially and with maintaining the enchantment which is not easy to do <laughs> normally destroying an object would destroy the enchantment obviously just you know it's much easier to destroy the enchantment than the object let alone going the other way mm. you somehow manage to take the head melt it down form it and goggles come up tongs you lift up the red hot now cooling bullet of dragon slang <laughs> Yes. And as you guys prepare to make your way back to the plane of fire to confront old enemies, that's where we're going to leave the episode. Heck yeah. Yes. I'm just spawning butterflies until we leave Limbo. Fair enough. <laughs> wow, there was so much going on there. The bullet yeah. wow. of dragon slaying does 60-10 to dragons that are hit with it. Uh, wow. They mm -hmm. make a DC-17 constitution save for half damage, but... Oof. That's still that was, a good chunk of damage. That's good. I was convinced. Uh, one shot, really yeah. Relatively Plus, if you put it in your Spitfire, it's going to do normal Spitfire damage. Austin, wait. So how does it work? Critting when I take the tiniest little risk. Oh my god. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Finbar. That was the most uh, First Finbar, first Finbar goes down, Danny... and then Inga gets absolutely clobbered, and then dies yeah. in front of me. Yep. Anything but a nat one. Yeah. <sighs> 
Yeah, so to clarify, he was on fire, so then when he rolled his death saving throw, he already failed one, and then he rolled a natural yes, one, which means he failed the other at the start of, Well, actually, what happened, there's, there's, at the start of your turn has, like, hierarchy. I think death save comes before everything, but the one was two failures, and then start of his turn sure. is fire. also the fire. Yeah. So. yeah. Oh my god. What goodness. a tense That's what a goofy horrible. combat followed by a tense one. I can't wait to see how next week's totally I goes they'd out. Both be goofy. <laughs> He's staying on the fucking ship this time, okay? <laughs> We're not bringing him to the Yankee City. That's there's definitely a sense to Kiana that like you've kind of outpaced him here. Mm-hmm. Like there's a sense to how you've sure. grown as a fighter. Yeah. But also like, you know <laughs> He's challenge rating two. <laughs> Yeah, he's got, he's a, he's got a lot to teach me, but also yeah. I wish he would stop nearly dying about it, or actually dying that one time. Yeah, man, is, this guy's got a problem, actually. It's always the mentors you the don't want to lose. The rest of his original Rockabud, not so much. <laughs> oh, man. Please let him take some levels. Come on, man. Uh, like, we'll, have, like, we'll, co- we'll come up with a good, uh, good thing for him to do. He's not going to be a really good pilot, but perhaps he can he can help in some way, but I, you gotta honor you resurrect an NPC like that. He's already given you everything because he owed you his life. He's gotta give you more, so. <laughs> Ooh, okay. You tell him, Chewy. We finally have someone to man the force <laughs> Thank you for everyone stuff. for joining. <laughs> or the fire flamethrower. I always forget what this exactly. is called. Oh, yeah. I actually think Enoch is gonna have a good time running support and not being on the front lines. You know, I think it'll be nice and relaxing. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he can gain XP at a nice, reasonable rate. This has been fun. We'll be back be next like week. Delphine, but more this capable. has been fun. Guys, let's do it again sometime. Ah, great. Yeah. Sometime. Thanks for listening to this week's adventure on Rolling with Difficulty. We'll be back next week with a new installment, but if you miss us before then, check out the Rolling with Difficulty Discord. Chat with other fans, check out some cool fan art, and more. Got a question for the pod? Feel free to email us at rollwithdifficulty at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate us and leave a review on your preferred podcast platform. And if you really enjoyed the show, consider becoming a patron for even more exclusive content. Links to all this and more can be found on the show notes below.